2: iHeartRadio app,
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
4: Happy weekend, y'all. It's Morgan here with the best bits of the week. And it may be a happy weekend, but we also have a special guest who has some very big news to share. And I'm just going to put it out there that it's not actually happy news for me. Very happy news for them. Not for me, though. So... Please welcome Hillary to hang Hello. out with me. Hi. <laughs> you have very big news to share. We're not sharing it yet. I was going to say, are we jumping in? <laughs> no, no, no. This is just the intro. we got to get them pre- yes. pre- prepared for what's coming.
5: Yes. Um,
4: And we do have a lot to talk about before that happens. So I'm just prepping y'all. You may need some tissues, you know, just putting it out there. Bring them for, for the last kind of statement that comes out at the end of this podcast. Yes. Um, but we do have a lot to talk about, so we're just going to get started. Be sure, y'all, if you don't want to listen to the bits, tell me that. Like, Hit me up on social media if you're like just listening to this podcast for the behind the scenes. I like feedback, kind feedback, so I'm just going to preface that. Um, but yeah, let's get started. This week, we heard about Amy in the party she had for adoptive and foster parents. Well, moms to be exact. And there were bets placed on how much wine was going to be drank at the party. And we got an update from Amy, how everything went down, how much wine was drank. So lots happened with this story and and one that y'all love to also place your own bets on. So here it is. Here's the full-blown update to make sure y'all don't miss a thing.
3: Number
6: seven. Okay, so Amy had a party at her house. And it was for what you said yesterday, 25 mothers who have adopted.
7: Or foster. They foster.
6: Or foster. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how did you become the house?
7: Well, I volunteered because the for, like once a month they get together. And I attended the meeting last month and had been a member of the group for a little bit, but finally able to start going to the meetings. And I just thought, well, I mean, I'm sure that it would be helpful to have hosts. So I volunteered.
6: Okay. Where do people park? Because I've. Been to your house many times, and there's not parking for twenty five.
7: Yeah, we had to draw a little map of like this is the street where you need to park. Oh, <laughs> like some people, here, just park all then through you have the neighborhood, to park and then walk. Yeah. yeah.
6: So, what time did the party start? Seven. What time did the first person get there?
7: Oh, they warned me that moms tend to arrive early because they're excited to get out of the mm-hmm. house. Um If they happen to be moms that to, or happen to be stay at home, some of them work as well. But six forty.
6: Oh, awesome. Maybe Lots even 638
7: early. was the for, first doorbell. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Were you, were you a ready for them at 638? That. Yeah. I mean, I was ready because, yeah. again, I was per- told by the leader, like, hey, this is what tends to happen. And, and that they can linger. Not that that's bad. I I don't mind that. But also, I have kids, and it was difficult for my son to get to bed. And he left the house for a little while. That way, we could have you know, open discussion of like without kids around feeling like, you know, we're talking about.
6: Well, that was the the next two questions I had. (laughs) One, did you be like, here are my kids. They're going to say a little something. And then two, what time did the last person leave? Because, you know, I was like, you got to tell everybody they're out the door at nine before they even get there.
7: Yeah, I think last person left. No, it was like 945.
6: Was it just you and one other person? No. That's awkward when it's just one person. No, the,
7: la- the final two are women that I've gotten to know really well. And they've become like very special people to me because I think that in any, it's just speaking to any other adoptive or foster moms out there, at times it can feel very isolating. Uh, you can feel isolated. So I just, these are women that I've bonded with lately that I feel like it's a safe space to say anything. And so they were the final ones there.
6: Did your kids do a little, little song and dance?
7: No. Again, my son was gone for most of it. My daughter did stay. And she actually did participate and speak a little bit on her about about her experience with adoption and what it was like, you know, having a sibling and just different challenges that are there.
6: So yesterday, the bet was over under... What did I Thir- say? Thirteen, 13 bottles, bottles of wine. Of wine. Mm-hmm. So you had how many bottles before they showed up?
7: I think I put out ten.
6: Okay, d- just tell us five this. i red,
7: read five white.
6: Did all Maybe ten more. get used?
7: No. <gasps> what? I wow. Know. Shocking. Were they doing shots?
6: <laughs> 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 they busted up the tequila. Now the
7: tequila yeah. was a different <laughs> story. Yeah. No, I checked, and there was three totally empty, and yeah. about a fourth of a bottle left, and and in another one so basically four empty bottles
6: big cleanup after they left
7: no not at all uh, my daughter while we were still talking she because snacks were made plates were made and then we gathered in the living room and then i led like <laughs> i led a discussion and whatnot and she i noticed her in the kitchen kind of helping clean up and i'm like oh that's sweet so thought showing off yeah no mm-mm. turns out i go and check her backpack she baggied up everything in individual Ziploc bags to take to her snack locker that she and sells sell things sell out
6: food. of. food, oh, yeah, so good smart. for her.
7: She's so
5: yeah, good for her. She was
7: on it. She's like, "Whoa, look at all these extra snacks!" Like I think all she saw was dollar signs. She was like, "Are y'all done eating?" And then <laughs> when everyone said, she's yes. taking their
6: plates early so the food. <laughs> um, so what yeah. was in in? Let's paraphrase that a bit. But what was the the overarching message?
7: I decided to go with a theme of calm. Like that was my theme for the night of, um, I read from a book that has been very helpful to me on staying calm. I read quotes about calmness. I read encouragement. I passed out little cards for them to keep like in their purse that will remind them that what they're doing is hard. I, Um, had a a whiteboard where I had people share what they do to stay calm. And then I read them aloud and told everyone to get out their phones and take a picture of it in case you need to refer back to it when you're not calm. Because the most important thing we can do as parents is be the calmest person in the room at all times. For any parent. For any parent, whether you're biological or adopted. And sometimes that's very difficult and we all flip our lid at times. But like especially with kids with trauma like if the lid gets flipped there's no rational thinking and then we can if we have any trauma or we're not able to stay control and our you know brains our lids get flipped then no one's thinking rationally or logically and there's it just can lead to chaos and i have been there and it's not a good place to be and so i'm thankful now for a community and tips and tools and therapy that i have in my back pocket to that allow me to stay calm and now i'm like i get put in a Situation, and I'm like, dang, this is amazing! Like being able to stay cool as a cucumber is awesome.
6: Well, when you've been through crap, you're not that scared of crap, and you don't react as crazily to the crap like the first time you experience the crap.
7: Yeah, I'm glad you said the word scared because a mm. lot of it is coming from a place of fear. The children maybe experience coming from a place of fear, and then you're scared too, and then you're just it's it all could link back to fear.
6: When I was doing my my keynote. Uh, in Vegas for the REMAX convention, there's like 7,000 people out there. Part of what mine was, was, you know, a lot of folks, more than you know, have been through some pretty traumatic stuff when when they were kids or young adults or even adults now. And the greatest thing about that is you've been through it and you're not so scared anymore because you know you've seen bad and you've still fought to, you know, to get to the other side. And once you've done that, you know that whatever comes at you, you've done it before. It's not going to be pleasant but you're going to get through it again because you've already been through it once. And you can also take that knowledge and share it with somebody else who hasn't gone through it yet.
7: Yes. And And so, yeah, I mean, it was a very special night and there was some moms at the end that just were, you know, very thankful. They were like, I, I was almost didn't come tonight, but I'm so glad I did. And I'm feeling so encouraged. And so that itself made the, the late bedtime and all of that worth it. Cause I mean, it's one night out of the month too. you know, my son to stay up a little bit later than usual which is difficult but then also so many of the women eddie i know you were talking about how you were wanted to come but like everyone was like oh i wish there was a group like this for my husband because he needs this and like there's no, and I'm, so I'm like, why don't the men gather once hey, a month?
6: Hey, beers I a, with dads? I got a feeling it won't be as whiteboard and uh, <laughs> <laughs> quote friendly. But like,
7: we're getting together to yeah. work on yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Like, we're making it happen. Yeah. So like, the dads should also want to be proactive and make it happen.
8: We start with like, all right, we're all foster and adoptive dads. Did y'all see the game last night? Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> right, but the under was under 13 bottles of wine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, owe, yeah. I owe Eddie a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went the over, I lost. (laughs) No, I thought I went
3: over. You set the line and
6: I said it would be over. Oh, okay. Well, see, you could have taken my nickel and I I went down the honest.
3: It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
4: This week on the show, Bobby brought a story about his wife, Caitlin. They were in California and she saw her number one celebrity she ever wants to see out in public. So the show shared theirs. But before we get into all of that, We got some things to talk about, Hill. Mm -hmm. I want to know, who's the number one celebrity you would love to see in public that you would almost just like die?
9: I, so I had an answer for a long time, but I finally met that person and it was Martina McBride. Um, but I would say Taylor Swift. Okay. Okay. I would freak out.
4: So Martina McBride, how did that Mm -hmm. meeting go? She was that person forever for you. Yes. And you finally met her. It was in studio. I remember this, (laughs) but how did that finally feel to meet
9: that person? It was crazy. So for some reason, um, I wasn't up here. It was like later. It was like after the show. So it was later. I was at home. I had went home and washed my hair. Well, I get a call from somebody who knows I'm a major fan. Literally, my hair's wet. I'm like not ready. And they're like, "Martin McBride's at the studio. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I've waited for this moment for my entire life. And you're calling me. When I have soaking wet hair, tell me Martina McBride is at the station right now. Like literally where I work at every single day. And so I quickly dried my hair. Um, I put a little makeup on. I like got as quickly dressed ready as I could. And I drove up here and she was across the hall from my office. And so I went into my little studio and um, somebody who works with us who like had set up the interview she was doing, I was like, I'm like literally her biggest fan, like, First album I ever bought was Martina McBride. First music video I ever remember seeing Martina McBride. First concert. Like I just love her. Like she's great. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I'm shaking right now.
5: Like <laughs> You're sitting here shaking because cry. she's in the other room. I
9: may cry. And um so the door opens and she comes out and I just like go up to her and I'm like, I am a big fan. <laughs> I was like, I don't even remember what all I said. I don't even think I let her get a I just like blurted it out. I was like, you are my first concert. You're the reason I'm even here in Nashville. You're the reason I work in country music. Like I just let her know everything. And she was so kind. And she was like, that is so sweet. Like, you know, thank you for telling me that. And you know, all of that. But I remember I was like on the phone with my, my mom was answering her phone. So I called my sisters and I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like on my drive up here, it was a 10 minute drive. And I'm like, I'm freaking out right now. I'm about to be Martina McBride. I don't know what to do. You need to calm me down. But it was great. I was calm. So she was everything you had hoped she would be. Yes, she was so kind. And um, I feel like I got to tell her everything I wanted to tell her. Um, There were some stuff I left out. I was like she doesn't need to know that like when I was in fifth grade I did a whole report on her and how to dress like her and everything and you know there's some stuff I left out but um, no she was so great and she was just very kind she really took the time to sit there and talk to me like she didn't have to do that Um, she could have just said hey got a picture and left but she could tell that it really meant a lot to me to meet her. And she probably was so startled, like coming out of an interview and bam, there's a girl there like, you're like, oh I'm my not missing my chance right now. Absolutely not. I was like, no, this is my, this is my opportunity. I just like, I took a deep breath beforehand. I was like, this is it. This is the moment I've been waiting for my entire life. And it's here.
4: I, yeah. And I will say something similar happened to me when it was my first day of work. I met Shania. That was the biggest moment of my life, though. I didn't really get the chance to freak out. I got a picture with her and you can see like a huge smile you know, on my were face. So happy. But like I, I was also like first day on the job. I didn't want to lose my cool and like not get the job because I was freaking out I over Shania you. Twain. Yeah. So I didn't. It was just more like, hi, like. I take a picture and I smile. Then I'm like sitting there dying inside. And then I'm like, bye. And that was it. And it's still to this day is something I remember. I think she's come in one more time since then.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And I still don't even think that time I like told her how much I love her. But she's probably seen me post all over social media about my love for her. So she's probably afraid of me. She <laughs>
9: retweeted it, right?
4: One of she retweeted things? one of the – I did like the a TikTok of the Shania Twain yes. songs. And she did retweet that. But I'm not sure if her team did or whatever. We're going to go with she did it. I but mean, I would like to, to think that. We don't need to know details. I'm yes. sure she saw it. But like every time we talk about stuff on the show, I'm like, Shania Twain. Everything yeah. Shania Twain. And I know she's seen that because she's getting tagged in it or her team is. And they're probably like, this girl <laughs> really literally may need to take a step back. Major fan. <laughs> I know. We've, we may be on lists on some of these artists. So, well, they but at lists. least like you were so calm and like you were just really happy to see I Martina. I, I bet she loved that.
9: It was like a I don't really remember what happened type of situation. Like our actual conversation, I remember her being very kind, but I don't remember. Like I think I just kind of blacked out for a moment.
4: That's fair though. I yeah. mean, better to better to black out and say kind things than black out and you're like I have no idea if I was mean or rude or whatever. Yeah, I was like you know I I I talked.
9: Don't know if it made sense, but I talked.
4: <laughs> so now that you have met her, your other one's Taylor Swift, who you mm-hmm. would love to meet or just see. Right, like if you saw her out in public, you would be like, "Oh my gosh, that's her!"
9: I would freak out. There, this is this is kind of funny. So we were at um, me and our friend Jody. uh, We were at the mall, and we were walking into Nordstrom, and this elder, like this older man, like he had to have been in his late sixties or like seventies. He was listening to Taylor Swift, like sitting in the chair. You know how like the husbands sit in the chair waiting, and I. Was trying to get her attention. I'm like Taylor Swift, like whispering, like and pointing. And she was like, "What?" Like, and she started she out "You saw she Taylor? Swift. I saw Taylor Swift at Nordstrom at Green Hills." And I was like, "To no, be fair, though, that not far off. I have seen a few celebrities there, and it yeah. is possible. If I saw Taylor Swift at Nordstrom, like, or just at the mall, that would be crazy. I don't think I'd, I would not want to bother her. You would just let her live. I would, I hi, like wave and." Big fan. What if you saw
4: her out in public with her boyfriend, who they really don't get seen together often at all?
9: Yeah, would you then go up and be like, "Oh my god, this is a huge mm-hmm. moment. I have to." I mean, I don't want to bother them. I'm just that type of person. I always feel like I'm a bother to everybody in general. Yeah. Um, also, a separate subject. Need need to yes, work on that. That's that's a whole nother thing that has to. Because you're not a bother. I know I just I feel that way you know personal things have happened <laughs> we're talking about in therapy um no I don't know I just I, I want to let her know and I feel like she is the type of person who wants to be let known that you know you appreciate their work and stuff honestly my dream um I go to Centennial Park a yes lot, Parthenon and all of that and she mentions that in her one of her songs and how she used to sit there in in Centennial Park and I'm like I think that's where I'm going to meet Taylor Swift. She's just going to be sitting in Centennial Park.
4: That's possible. I could totally picture her sitting in the park, like either having a picnic or sitting there with her guitar trying to write a song. But that plate, that park is so populated now. I don't know that she'll go because maybe not. Too many tourists go. It's close enough to the city. It's a cool outdoor activity. You get to see a replica of the. How do you how do you say it? I'm not even gonna the Parthenon? try. Parthenon. Yeah, Parthenon. Can you try that. Parthenon. I, I say Parthenon sometimes. Like, trust me, words. Parthenon. Parthenon. I can say there it you that go. you said it, gotcha. but okay. I wasn't going to be the first one to say I it. I mean, that's okay. I got you. <laughs> um, but I, I think now it's just become too populated. I don't know if she'll maybe. ever end up going there. Unless, yeah. uh, and, and maybe she goes at night and she sits in the actual Parthenon
9: on the inside that of That could be cool. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Now that I know that that's a place that she has gone to, I'm like, well, Maybe. So do you ever try and go there and try
4: to channel your inner Taylor Swift?
9: Oh, I go and that's all I listen to is walk around and listen to Taylor Swift. And I listen to that song because it's just cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, she was here. She probably like had these thoughts and these ideas while she was sitting here. Like what songs did she write while she was sitting here? These are the things that go through my head. Very fair though. I mean –
4: She's incredibly talented and a mega superstar. So yes. So that all adds up. I think
9: there would be a lot of people that would be on that same page yeah. for you. And I'm not a creepy, like, fan. I'm just a fan. Like, I, I just – You're not a stan? I don't know. I appreciate
4: her work. I think you might be a stan, which isn't Well, yes, but computer. I'm not a stalker.
9: Yes. <laughs> I wanted to clarify I'm not a creepy stalker. No. I'm just a really big fan, and I just appreciate – what she has done for me.
4: I would call you a stan of Taylor Swift. Do you have Taylor Swift parties? I think you are yeah.
9: past the point oh, of being sure. just a
4: regular fan.
9: I was also hoping somehow she would have gotten an invitation to um, the parties I had. Because mm. I created like really cute like Taylor-themed invitations. Did you send her an invitation? Um, no, but I did post it. I blurred out my address um, on my Instagram. And I know um, I have somebody who follows me who does know her. And so mm. I was hoping they would have been like, Oh, this is fun. Let me share it with her. And I thought when she was doing all her re- re-releases, I could totally see her doing this if she was in Nashville, going around and stopping at all these parties that people were having for her album release. Can you imagine if she knocked on my door? Oh my gosh, that would be insane. And I opened it, like holding my dog with this blonde wig on, like,
4: oh my gosh. A story for the lifetime books. Yes. But I again, I, I think just because she's too mega of a superstar, I don't know that she can do the things that she used to do. I would love it, though. Because I I, I've meet told her. you about my Taylor Swift story, I think, that I've met her. I believe we have talked about this. I, I think we have. Just a, a short recap As I met her in Wichita, Kansas, actually, at um, a melodrama spot, which was before she, right before she took off in mm-hmm. the country world. And so there was maybe 100 people there. Um, seeing what we all thought was a new artist. We got free tickets through the radio station. Love it. Um, and my sister and I were both dressed up. We loved her at the time because she was out enough that people knew her. Mm-hmm. But she was a new artist, right? She was yes. not somebody everybody knew yet. And so we loved her. And we went. My parents took us. And all four of us got to meet her. She did a meet and greet with everybody that was there because Aww. it was, you know, not a big amount of people. She complimented our dresses and our boots and she was like, you guys are so cute. We took a picture, we smiled and that was that.
9: You're so lucky.
4: And she was very kind. But this was, with, I mean, literally like
9: curly haired, Tim McGraw, Taylor Swift. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, any concert I went to, I was wearing a sundress and cowboy boots Mm -hmm. because of her. Yep. We
4: all were. Anytime you went to a concert, that's all you saw. She did definitely inspire that look. If it wasn't already
9: a thing, she definitely was a big inspiration behind more people wearing it. She was. Mm -hmm. This is so funny. We're having this conversation because I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I met a fellow Swifty and I was talking about because we were talking about when we became fans and I was like, oh, I've been here since the Tim McGraw days. Like, (laughs) I literally would take a not a permanent marker, but I would take a marker, a black one, and I would draw a heart on my foot because that's how she has it. Like if you go get the Tim or the um, Taylor Swift album, the first album, and you look at this the CD, the actual CD, you see her feet, and she has a heart that she drew mm. in a black marker. And so I had to do that. See, here's the thing: you are
4: absolutely a stan.
9: There oh, is absolutely. no absolutely.
4: I don't know that I, even even though my love for Shania Twain is strong, I don't know that I'm a stan. Because I've never, I mean, back when I was a kid, I probably recreated some of the songs and stuff. But in my adult life, I have not. And you have with Taylor. What
9: exactly would you mean a stan? Like, you're just,
4: just you know everything fan? about her. You, oh, yeah. You know
9: her life. You know. Um, in a non-creepy way. I just feel like I really have to clarify that. Because I'm not somebody well, where, I, I don't need to be put on a Taylor Swift watch list. <laughs> and yeah, I do. Think I you promise, have, I'm good. You do have stands that cross that line, but no, that's Absolutely. not you. Absolutely,
4: there. Are, but there are stands that are just massive fans of people, and they're their biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. And definitely, you oh, on that me. spectrum. Yes, it's me. I I don't have that love for. I like. I love a lot of artists and a lot of celebrities, but I do not have that kind of love. I think it's cool though because it's something you're passionate about.
9: And I have friends who are like that, mm-hmm. and so. Like, again, our friend Jodi, we were just talking about, we'll just drive around Nashville and listen to Taylor Swift and sing at the top of our lungs. Like, we just, it, I don't know. It it's brings your me love and my language. Taylor together. Swift is your love language. I'm going to add that to my love language list. Mm-hmm. You, you better make sure whoever you meet loves Taylor Swift, at least enough yes. to let you keep loving mm-hmm. them in this way. This is a big deal. Because if I meet somebody who tells me that they can't stand her, don't like her, that's definitely not going to work for me. Very true. Um, it's not it's just not gonna happen. I'm with you. And I do want to talk about dating. I will say, like, listen, if
4: there's two people I would like to see out and about, it's Ryan Reynolds and Reese Witherspoon. That's all I got. let <gasps> yes. Only two. Reese.
9: We
4: have a we have a Ryan interview coming up on the show that's mm-hmm. happening. And I'm just gonna say, even him sitting on the computer, I was like, Oh my god, this is really happening. Yeah. I love him. I think he's an incredible actor.
9: He's so funny. Yes.
4: yes. So them too. But the, those would be mine. I I might go up to them. I might not. I think it depends probably
9: how much alcohol I may have Well, and it depends <laughs> on the situation.
4: Yes. If they're not eating, if they're not with kids, which both of them do have kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Reese Witherspoon is more likely. She is in Nashville often, and I think she has a house here. Yes, she does. Ryan Reynolds, I don't think, is very likely
9: unless I go out to California. I mean, too bad we couldn't have gone to the ACMs because Blake Lively is nominated. Don't know if she would be there. Doubt it. But... That'd be cool. True, oh, and it's in Las Vegas, so it is possible with it being as yeah, close to California as exactly.
4: It is. She could have made an appearance. And if She goes, I'm gonna be so sad. And Ryan Reynolds goes, I'm gonna be so sad. I know.
9: I would be like, ooh.
4: Oh, man. Um, but yes, I yeah yeah. Those those would be mine. Still, again, not on your Taylor Swift level. Mm-mm. But I do. Let's talk about dating. We're talking about you know a guy has to make sure he loves Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Do you have any dating updates in this moment? <laughs>
9: I love. We ask this every time. I and have the to. Everybody asks always me. no. And I'm like, I don't. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. No, and it's fine. Like you know, there's there's literally no update. Absolutely no update. I don't even know at this point what to do. I've done the dating apps. I'm I'm not going to church to meet people. So when I say I'm going to church, I don't mean it in that way. But it's, I'm it's just a saying whole it's thing. somewhere where I go, where there are n- men who are single. And I have not met any of them. Okay. Well, I have met them, but they're just, it's not going to happen. Um, but no, still single. Okay. And still looking. I am definitely very much looking. Okay. I, um, yes. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> well, we, there, <laughs> there's two topics of dating, too, that you sent me that I, I want to talk about because this will be fun. Yeah. You were telling me about a new dating trend, Dawn dating. Yes. Like D-A-W-N, Dawn dating. I would love this. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's
9: it, Give me the breakdown of what it is. So I believe it's just doing like breakfast, like, you know, like morning time dates. Okay. Not like dinner dates, but morning time dates. I'm fine with that. I love a good brunch. Even for a first date? Yeah. See, I love going on breakfast dates with my
4: boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. Like going to breakfast, having a good time. I don't know that I would like it
9: as a first or even, like,
4: the first few dates.
9: Well, I think of it this way. I wake up, get it over with because if it went bad, I'm like, great, got the rest of my day. But just say things, like, went well, we had the rest of the day to still, like, you know, maybe go do something
4: else. But see, like, my thing was, like, the first day I always need, like – uh, to, to break off the nerves I, I don't drink often on dates mostly so I can make sure I'm very aware of everything that's happening right but I always like having one drink because it shakes off the nerves and you can kind of loosen up and see somebody's like more genuine side than their very tense very protected side mm-hmm. right and besides brunch on a Saturday or Sunday which this is leading to that point you know brunch is like the only time you're it's socially acceptable to have an alcoholic beverage. I can't go to breakfast at Pancake Pantry and say, I would like a Coors Light right now. I mean, you could. Yeah, but it doesn't. Mimosa or something. Yeah. But on a weekday, it's still still questionable, right? So, and I also don't like having dates on Saturdays or Sundays because it wastes my time. Here's my thing. If I'm going to go out with a guy on a weekend and it's not going to work out, I don't know if it will or won't. But like my Saturdays and Sundays are reserved for my friends all day, every day Mm -hmm. until I meet somebody and that shifts a little bit, right? Yeah. So I make sure my dates always happen in the evenings on the weekdays because my time is more valuable with my friends on the weekends because I don't see my friends often during the weekdays.
9: I can see that. I feel like the only time I probably, I agree, I would agree to like a weekend date would be just say y'all were out of town or y'all were already doing something and I was available type thing. But if we were all planning something, I would never choose a date yes. over my friends. Absolutely but it's not. hard because dates you're typically planning, especially the first few
4: It's like, you kind of are planning in advance. That's by the one time we ever see men really plan. And even then it's typically not them, yeah. um, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like normally you're kind of planning it. So like, I love the idea behind this, but I can't do it on weekdays mm-hmm. because I'm working. I would hope they're also working in some capacity I mean, as well. I would really hope so. So, like, I love it in the more serious dating than the casual dating. Yeah. Mostly because I have other rules in place with that.
9: I see that. I just think, like, breakfast is possibly the most casual meal of the day. Yes, true. And I'm pretty casual. And I feel like for, like, a first date, I'm – I would like to be pretty casual, so it works for me. Yeah, I get that. I like that we both have different views on that, though, because that's why I wanted yeah. to bring it up. I just love a good, like, chicken biscuit or something <laughs> and an iced coffee. And True. If you just take Hillary to Chick-fil-A, she'll be very happy. I'm so happy. It'd the be the best thing, first day ever. The one thing they don't have are uh, cheese grits. That would be phenomenal. It'd be perfect. You never know. I could see Chick-fil-A adding that. They're very Southern. Maybe I should submit that. Idea. I think they would appreciate that.
4: I mean, they did add mac and cheese, so
9: they have the cheese. They just need the grits. Have you ever had right, cheese grits?
4: Wait. I don't like them. <laughs> do you not like grits, or just don't like cheese grits? I don't like grits. Period. I think they the the texture of them is very gross. Like I, I'd rather eat mashed potatoes. And I They're do think it's completely more, different. Things. Yeah, but I think it's one or the other because most of the time people will get mashed potatoes or they'll get grits. Where and when, like Cracker Barrel, you tend to get one or the other. I mean, I Or like dinner or like Thanksgiving, you'll have one or the other if you're a Southern family. You don't typically I mean, yeah. have
9: both. I just don't. I, I I picture more of grits as like a breakfast food, and I don't really see mashed potatoes as a breakfast food. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen them served all, like all home the time. Like homestyle potatoes, but that's not a mashed potato. No, I love homestyle
4: potatoes. Me too. I do not. I don't know why. I've tried grits several times, and I cannot <laughs> get behind them.
9: Did not know that we've never had this conversation it before. It kind of...
4: Have you ever had couscous, which is like cauliflower, like basically all... Yes. R- I don't know, grained up or something. Yeah.
9: Um, too like fancy that? for me.
4: No, I don't like it. I, it's fine. Yeah. And if I'm in a situation where it's the only vegetarian meal, I will eat it. Okay. I don't choose to. And I feel like couscous is on the same level as grits. Do you like quinoa? Not really. I don't like like a grain, tiny like textured like things. things. Okay. It makes me
9: feel weird. Okay. But I do like uh, bubble tea and those are little bubbles. I've never had that. Something about that weirds me out. I, it's
4: so good. It tastes like a freaking milkshake. Okay, Maybe I know, but yeah, I don't. I don't know why I don't like grits. Didn't know this. About if I'm you. gonna eat something in that texture vein, I'm gonna eat mashed potatoes, even for breakfast. <laughs> I <have> no shame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But you know what? I support you trying to get Chick Fil A to bring grits to the table.
9: Yeah, that's gonna be. I want to be. I want to have a picture on the wall of me at Chick Fil A. Have you seen those pictures? You don't ever go to Chick Fil A. They have like these <laughs> um, photos of like customers on the wall. I really want one of those. They're professionally done photos though, um, and then cheese grits. Those are my two things for Chick-fil-A. Those are your two my things. requests. You've heard it here: cheese grits and a photo on the wall. If that happens, yes, it came from this podcast. Mm-hmm. And they need to bring back. Um, they now only have one size of milkshakes, and a lot of people are complaining about that. Mm. So, okay, fair. Anybody from Chick-fil-A is listening to those two first things. There's my third thing. That's your third thing. Yes. Any more that we need to put out on the floor?
4: Um, I think I'm good. Okay. Just mm-hmm. making sure before we go into this last one before the before the little segment here runs. Okay. You also sent me this story, which I think we should totally talk about. Mm. Um, the story about the groom who invited his fiance's bullies to their wedding and doesn't see an issue with it
9: because it happened so long ago. That bothers me. Ditto. Really bothers me because there are things that happened to me in middle school, high school that really affected me. And really kind of have stuck with me. And there are certain people who caused that. That I really don't want at a very personal like event of mine. Like my wedding. I really don't want to see them. Honestly. Like ever. (laughs) Like ever. (laughs) But I don't want them at my wedding. Because whenever I see these people. Or hear their name or anything. I automatically first thing I think of is what they did to me. I don't want that at my wedding. I don't. No, it's it's supposed to be both of y'all's special day. I yes. don't
4: like the lack of respect in this. And may, and I, I say that with pure honesty because all we know is whatever was written in, right? Exactly. Maybe there could be more to the story. Maybe one of the bullies was like the fiancé's sister. I don't know.
9: Yeah, true. Which at that point, <laughs> there's
4: more stuff going there's on. a lot. Um, but I feel like if this is just the blatant story right here that we're hearing, there's a lack of respect from this fiancé. Mm-hmm. To do that, knowing that that's who that is, right? Because wouldn't you want your wife to be as happy as she can possibly be, right. just as she would want the same for you on that day, instead of inviting somebody who you really probably don't care that's there and you're probably right. not even gonna talk to? She's not gonna talk to them. Right. So, like, same, you and I have very similar situations mm-hmm. from high school. I
9: would be furious if this <laughs> were to happen. Yeah, I'd be really upset about it. But it
4: would also make me
9: question if I'm marrying the right person. Yeah, for them to not take the chance to to listen to me mm-hmm. or – yeah. I don't – I just – I don't love it. I just It think, makes me feel as the kids say, chuggy, chuggy, chuggy. What is that? It's
4: an ick. I didn't get an ick. What? Like, chuggy is – here, let me give you the legit definition. It chuggy. And I say that because – C H E U G Y is used broadly to describe someone who is out of date or trying too hard. Or, like, is that us? No. Are we out of date or trying too hard? Like, it's, and it's also like kind of used in a way like you're being too chuggy. I feel like the groom is in this situation by like trying just to be nice to everyone. Like, he's
9: trying too hard. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Maybe he's like thinking, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but you're forgetting about your wife's feelings, yes. your future wife's feelings. Yeah, I don't – I wasn't a fan of that. I wouldn't like that at all. We should discuss who comes and
4: – Yeah. And I like mean, Also, I don't know if he even asked her before he invited them. Like, did he invite them without even I consulting? Would, I wouldn't
9: be happy about that either. Because – and it's not because I'm trying to be, like, picky or selective about, you know, the guest list or anything. But I think that's something you kind of do together. Like, you kind of review it together. Yeah. So it's not like I'm – like, asking, oh, give me your guest list because I want to make sure, like, I like everybody. It's just something you do together, I thought. Well, and, and further than that, like, you guys are
4: paying for this wedding, or her her parents are, or if you're doing yeah. it traditionally. And you're asking her, hey, pay for the food of the people who made your life a living blank for how many years? Exactly. Like, that's literally saying, like, in yes, there come, she's, he's saying, like, at this point, she should be over it. But, like, I don't think people – realize that when you go through something traumatic and bullying tends to be especially when it happens younger and in high school or middle school it's very traumatic and that it sticks with you the rest of your life as much as I like I am grown up there is no like ill will towards these people who did that in my life but I want nothing to do with them like exactly they ruined part of things that happened for me Mm -hmm. and I can't look back at those memories without thinking of that so regardless if I am as grown and Healthy as possibly can be, like this is still going to impact that fiancé. Yeah, for and especially if she has to now look at her wedding and see them. I just don't like it. Yeah, it's very icky. All that ick. The that's ick. That's another. That's another trendy
9: word. The ick. It gives the ick. Learning all the trends. I know. There's all the good things. But yeah, those were those were good topics. Those were. Fun I thought ones. so. I felt like I thought we were going to have uh, similar feelings on it, but the first one we did not. So. Mm-hmm. And I learned you don't like cheese grits, so that's what we I got. Ruined from the, our friendship that's in one segment. That's what we from the first uh, segment. Yes, but the second one we were on, we were we were pretty good with. Yes, for sure. Okay,
4: y'all, you guys can can hear right now um, the celebrity that everybody hopes to one day see in public. Their number one celebrity.
6: Number six. So a few days ago, Caitlin and I were in California. We went to watch a softball tournament. Our our brother in law coaches at Utah. And his mom is the head coach at Oklahoma. And so we went to watch them play. I guess that's what you do now when you have family. You go and you support family. And so we go and we're staying at this, this hotel in, in Palm Springs, about to go to the softball game. And Kayla and I are walking up to have breakfast. And it's just this little outdoor restaurant, nothing super fancy or anything. And she grabs my arm and goes, oh, my goodness. I'm like, what, what, what? She goes, look. And sitting at the table is Larry David, who, oh, well. <laughs> La- Larry David is like her number one most famous, the person she loves the most. Uh, he created Seinfeld with Jerry Seinfeld, and we watch uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm every day now. And so he's that guy, old guy, balding on top, his hair's kind of crazy around the edges, uh, real tall and skinny. But he's sitting there with his wife, and she's like, that's Larry David! I'm like, no way! And i be dang, it was Larry David, his wife, and their dog. But they're so rich that at one point they ordered sausage from the restaurant and they just chopped it up and put it on a plate for the dog to eat. Like Uh. multiple pieces of sausage. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) That's how you know you got money when you can order off the menu for your dog. And so, you know, we were sitting so close I could hear him talk. And so he was talking to his wife and, you know, in the show, he's always, you know, negative and, uh, a bit quirky and, he, and he's going okay we just wanted to park and there was a car in front of us and it was electric and it was plugged in charging and we needed to get by it but they said they couldn't because the car was charging just unplug the car and move it and we'll go by and then replug in the car and he was like on a little tangent and I felt like I was getting my very own private Larry David show it was really a, and for me I thought it was cool but Caitlin loved him and she was just trying to... I mean, we were facing him and we were trying so hard not to be those people that are staring or taking pictures. And credit to us, well, mostly me because she has she's not going to take a picture of anybody like that. I didn't take a picture. I did not take a creeper picture. And they went along their merry way. We never bothered them. They had a nice breakfast and we have a cool story to tell about it. I feel pretty good. And the question though was, and she asked me, who is your number one person if you were to see out that you would freak out? Because to her... It's Larry David, and we happen to stumble right upon him. Of everybody, hers is Larry David. So mine would be David Letterman. If I were to go into a restaurant and I were seated at a table, and I look over and I see David Letterman, I would be in shock, and I probably wouldn't be able to keep my composure, or it would be really difficult not to say hello. I don't think I would, but that would be difficult for me. So mine's David Letterman. Amy, yours?
7: Julia Roberts. I mean, I have a long list, but that's pro- <laughs> that would probably be very difficult for me. Like, there's just... Like, years I've watched her as mm-hmm. a little girl, so, like, to see her out, and she's someone I've never seen before, so I would definitely try to watch her without her knowing, but I would probably wouldn't say anything, especially if she's eating. Yeah,
6: Amy's number one's Julia Roberts. Mine's David Letterman. Eddie, what's yours? Eddie Vedder, lead singer of Pearl Jam. I
8: mean, come on. This is my whole childhood, growing up, listening to Pearl Jam, but Bones, I think I would just stare at him
6: and not have the guts <laughs> to go talk to yeah. him at all. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't go talk to David Letterman. I would, Maybe if he were walking out, I would say, hey, I'm a huge fan, like as he's moving out so he doesn't have to stop. You know, yeah. once I saw David Spade sitting at a restaurant. I think David Spade's super funny. And I don't want to bother him. And he wasn't eating. He was just sitting there ready for his food. And I walked by him to go to the bathroom. Didn't say anything. So then when I walked back, I didn't stop. And in stride, I said, hey, huge fan. Hope you have a good dinner. And he goes, hey, thanks, man. Boom. And then he wrote about me on his Instagram. Said, hey, there was a the fan that came up to me and did the coolest thing just said hi and kept walking he did and i was like yeah Is that's that me just playing it cool no he did that on his instagram story and
7: it was you yes bones <laughs>
6: Serious? i told you guys that.
7: Yeah, but, huh. okay. Somehow that didn't, we didn't stick. Think you are serious, <laughs> I guess.
6: It didn't stick. I thought <laughs> I thought yeah, no, like, it
7: did. Oh, coincidence. Wow.
6: Well, Amy <laughs> did freak out when she saw Reese Witherspoon, and I was with her, and it was embarrassing a little bit. <gasps> because It was Amy...
7: not embarrassing.
6: Okay, explain what happened.
7: Okay, first of all, she wasn't eating, and second of all, it was at an industry-type event, so I feel like the vibe is different, and people are there because of- Work and being honored for your work, and while she's not a country music singer and is an award show, I still saw her backstage, and she's there. Like she's, it was just, hey, I feel like saying hi to her in that moment. Quickly was totally appropriate and not embarrassing. And I and what did you say? I think I said something like, "I'm a big fan." What did I say?
6: Well, you kind of creepily walked up to her, and you know how if something's hot and you you try to touch it, and you're like, oh, I don't know if oh, I should." Oh, did or I not? say, That's "Can I the, the- touch you"? That, that w- Yes. <laughs> no, I
7: didn't. <laughs> I did not.
6: Yeah, and you touched her shoulder.
7: Oh, ah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I,
6: guess,
7: I guess I've locked that part out. You it know. Was,
10: yes. Uh, lunchbox 2 is yours. Oh, it used to be Johnny Bananas, but I saw him, so now it has to be Chelsea Halska from Teen Mom Two. If I saw her in public, <laughs> I would just—I would lose it. I, feel I like would, that's possible. I think you could probably just
7: <laughs> call her.
6: <laughs> yeah, just go to her. Look up her number online. <laughs> <sighs> well, and she's a Teen Mom, and she's that's right, the, part yeah, of the
10: number one. Yeah, number one. She's Teen Mom Two, and she's off that show now. She has a uh, de- re- decorating show on HGTV or one of those channels, and I mean, she's big time, guys.
3: It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
4: Per a listener request, we brought back a draft of things from the 2000s. I'm a little disappointed, y'all. I did not win this one. I'm pretty sure Lunchbox won it. You can go see at BobbyBones.com. If you like, place a vote, you'll see who won. Um, and I'm, I'm disappointed because I had strong ones. I had Polly Pocket, Harry Potter, and Britney Spears, which are three things that were very involved in my life in the 2000s. Um, but you know, that's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I do hope you guys enjoy this draft, though. Here
6: it is.
3: Number five. All
6: right, another Bobby Bones show draft. Let's roll the dice for the first pick. Here we go. The number is zero. Ray, you have the overall first pick. Yeah! All right, so we'll each draft three things. The team with the most votes wins. Let's draft. Ray, the category is things from the 2000s.
2: Yeah, it's pretty obvious. I used it all the time when I was in high school. Give me LimeWire.
6: Interesting. Interesting, because I'm going to go Napster. That oh, was the first. I, that was
10: the. Uh, Napster was so much bigger. Yeah,
6: Na- LimeWire was only created after Napster was shut down, and it was. Well, I had it too, but it stunk, and you would get in trouble. <laughs> you got a bunch of viruses. Wow. Okay, so Ray goes LimeWire. I go Napster. Jeez. That's like if we said, hey, what's a good cereal with honey? And Ray goes, mm, honey bones, the, the, the secondary cereal that's like honeycombs. And I go, but I'm going to pick honeycombs. Unreal It's kind of, Man Yeah uh, Okay well, I, I Did you an think answer. Ray Well I mean
2: we both picked the same thing Out yeah. of all things in the 90s That's pretty crazy that both our minds thought that
6: Crazy um, Amy your pick iPhone Dang it That was in the 90s Or oh, from yeah. the 2000s Yeah yes. That's good Amy Oh my gosh I Well Amy that. won yeah, I was yes. hoping that was sliding <laughs> through That's a good one <laughs> Hey Ray triggered me with LimeWire <laughs> <laughs> He baited you He did Lunchbox Facebook good. Morgan?
4: I'm going with Polly Pockets. I grew up
6: playing with those. No idea what it is, but... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So now we go backward. Morgan, since you went last in the first round, you get to go first in the second round.
4: Yeah, and you know I'm a huge nerd and I have to choose these. I'm doing the Harry Potter movies.
6: Wow, this this
10: category is so wide open. Yes. Okay.
7: Yeah, there's a lot of things.
10: Lunchbox. Guys, this was the biggest show in the world. This is American Idol. Oh, true. Still on now, though. So but I think. It, but it was, that's when it was at its peak Simon. with Kelly Clarkson, Simon, Paula, Randy. I mean, come on, guys. an <laughs> OG. Amy?
7: Uh, Breaking Bad.
10: Okay. I'm going to
6: go... Blockbuster video. Ooh. When
7: did that start?
6: Who knows, Amy? I just wrote it down and I like it. <laughs> and I'm committed to it. I
7: feel like we had Blockbuster hey, Amy, in the
6: 90s. I'm, oh yeah, we did in the 90s. Yeah, we probably died in the 2000s. Yeah,
3: but I'm oh, committed
7: to okay. it.
10: Yeah. So we're celebrating its death. We're, okay. we're
6: <laughs> se-
8: actually the one
3: that the was. The legacy still open. of
2: Blockbuster.
8: <laughs>
3: okay.
2: Ray? It came in so hot and it was so popular and I wore it. It was affliction. Oh, boy.
7: He has LimeWire and Affliction.
2: He's out next week.
6: <laughs> Eddie, are you playing? No, 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 I'm out. Yeah. Ah. Thank you, right <laughs> I was good. And why aren't you playing, Eddie? Because I was bad last time. Yeah. Okay, so, Raymundo, what? so far, what is on yours? LimeWire and Affliction. Okay, you have the first pick <laughs> in the third round. What are you going to add to that? Going music again. Burning CDs. That was definitely a thing. Oh, that was such a thing. You buy blank CDs, and you download them from Napster. <laughs> you download your music <laughs> illegally, and I then you it. burn CDs illegally. it uh, We were so rebels.
7: Awesome mix.
6: Okay. I have Blockbuster, and I have Napster. I feel like you have to go
7: with your favorite thing that you use. It's like one of your favorite things. I know. You know what I'm talking about?
6: Well, I know what I'm thinking. Okay. And I don't want to share what I'm... Battling between, because you guys might take it, but I'm gonna go. It's oh, I got it's it. It's like Amy. your thing. I'm gonna go with the Office.
7: Okay, well, that works too.
6: The TV show The Office. Yeah. I don't know what you're referring to. Rascal Flatts. Twitter. Oh, oh. Oh, Twitter's still so current. I don't really. Okay,
7: true. Yeah. Just when it started. Yeah, I get it. 2006, I think. All right.
6: I like the death of things, like blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Amy.
7: Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with. Early, early 2000s, I think it was, when the Bobby Bones Morning Show started. Okay. That's right. I mean, I know it's still a thing now, but...
6: (laughs) (laughs) So you're just going to put the Bobby Bones Show? That's when it started, yes. Well, I'm hoping this one isn't about the death. (laughs) (laughs) That'd
10: be bad. Okay. Lunchbox? Man, well, this person got their start in the 2000s biggest thing on this planet. Give me Taylor Swift. Wow, that's good. Wow.
6: She's almost as good Again, as the iPhone. She wasn't as big then
10: as hey, now. But, hey, her and Tim McGraw, that's how, we got, how they got started. That her song, and Tim McGraw? No, it's no her song. song Tim okay. Tim okay. McGraw. She sang about him. Yes, that was what her song. Between them? That's when, boom, boy, we got to Taylor Swift. Here. I
4: have so many on my list me that too. we didn't choose, and I'm like stuck because they're all good. Because
10: like, you want to go Frosted
6: Tips, right? Me too. <laughs>
4: okay.
6: <All> right. No. <laughs>
4: Um, I mean, like Cartoon Network, Scholastic Book Fairs, AOL Instant Messenger. There's so many. <laughs> there was Crocs and Uggs at this but, time. Like,
10: I mean, just let, her,
8: let
6: her go. Let her go. in okay.
7: Listen, I had remember? different 2000s she's than you belt. guys did.
6: She has, yeah, she got the belt. She's younger. than well, us. I thought like
7: the it would have to have started in that year. The These
6: all can like no, just exist.
4: Okay, like I mean, when they were big in that in that time period. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? I love her and she was she blew up during this time. I'm going Britney Spears.
6: Okay. There you have it. I did have Justin and Britney together as one of mine. Oh, yes. That's good. That was 98 through 2002, so it kind of but still they were there for a couple years. Okay, let me read the lists here. Ray has Limewire, Affliction and Burning CDs. Yeah. I mean, nothing says Raymundo <laughs> yeah. more than the category of things he just picked. I have Napster, Blockbuster, and The Office. Amy has iPhone, Breaking, Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad, and The Bobby Bone Show. Lunchbox has Facebook, American Idol, and Taylor Swift. And Morgan has Polly Pocket, Harry Potter movies, and...
4: Britney Spears. Britney
6: Spears. Okay, don't vote for the first round pick, because it's easy, because whoever gets the first pick overall, except this time, is going to have <laughs> the best pick. Vote for the whole team. Look at second round, third round. It's up at bobbybones.com. Things that I had listed that I didn't pick. TRL, which was massive back in the day. Circuit City. Doesn't exist anymore. Nope. But it was pretty cool back then. Razors or Blackberries, Like the phones. phones. Oh, yeah. Those were cool.
7: Oh, I remember when my work before I had this job gave me a BlackBerry, and I thought I was the coolest person.
6: Work gave you a BlackBerry? Yeah. When you were selling granite?
7: Yeah. Sales. I need to check my emails. I thought that was like type stuff. so cool.
6: Uh, Punked the TV show. Um, Puka shell necklaces, which I thought Ray oh. was in the the running to really pick that. Ugs. Had that. The mall. I mean, yeah. I think the mall's making a comeback, though. If I'm being honest. I haven't been in a while. I don't know. I like to go have me an orange Julius, hang out.
3: <laughs> you do. Nah. <laughs> It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
4: Y'all have been loving this game and this week was the championship round, which means there's not any more rounds coming up, at least for the next few weeks. Elder versus millennial championship went down. Your girl took the crown. I'm just going to, you've probably seen it on social media. You might've heard it. So this is just like a recap. Okay. I'm not spoiling anything, but your girl has a crown. Maybe a losing crown. Maybe a winning crown. I mean, I don't know. But I have a crown from this championship game. Hear it right now. It's Eddie, the elder versus me, the millennial.
3: Number four. It's the
6: championship round of elder versus millennial. You guys will get easy trivia questions about each other's generation. Okay, Eddie, you are? 42 years old. 42. Morgan, you are?
4: 28 years old.
6: Okay. Let's get to the questions, then we'll do the intros. Uh, Up first, Eddie. Eddie. These are the three questions for you. Morgan should know the answers. Question number one. What do fans of Lady Gaga call themselves? Ooh. Poker facers? Lady Gagars?
8: Gaganators. Gaganators. Is that your answer? Gaganators?
6: Wow, that's incorrect. No. Wow, we're really bad, yeah. Actually, a terrible answer. Uh, Morgan, any guess there?
4: Uh, I should know. I've seen this so many times. Uh, the hey, Monsters. Uh, yeah. Monsters? Hold on. It's there. Hold on. It's there. Three
6: seconds. Uh, Time.
4: Monsters. I don't remember.
6: The little <laughs> monsters. Oh, really? So does that count? No. I need little monsters. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let's introduce Eddie. Here we go. Up first, he's a data for the Hispanic who don't panic. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on a sweater already. Mom, spaghetti. It's producer Eddie. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Well, Eminem. There okay. you go. Eddie, question number two. What two celebrities were in movies like New York Minute and Passport to Paris? What? This is for the championship. What two celebrities were in the movies New York Minute and Passport to Paris? Two celebrities. Jennifer Lawrence
8: and Batman, Richard Pattinson.
6: There's just a lot wrong with that, huh? Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, first that's wrong. No, uh. And then Richard Pattinson said <laughs> it. Think it was wrong. Yeah. Uh, incorrect. Morgan, do you know what two celebrities were in New York Minute and Passport to Paris?
4: I do believe that's Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen.
6: That is correct. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch those. All right, Eddie, your final question that Morgan should know based on her generation. Who wrote the movie Mean Girls?
8: Hmm. Wow, uh, I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards. Is it Rebel Wilson? She's in it, right? No, Mean Girls. Is that Mean Girls. I'm thinking of white girls. <laughs> so now I'm going like the Wayne brothers, white chicks, white chicks. <laughs> white chicks. <laughs> um, let's go. I, I feel like it's Rebel Wilson or um, Melissa McCarthy. Man, I could be way off on all these. Your answer is
6: Rebel Wilson. That is incorrect. Dang. Morgan, do you know who wrote the movie Mean Girls?
4: I feel like it's two people. I know it's one of them. It's either Tina Fey or Amy Poehler, but hmm, Tina Fe- and they were they were both in it. Mm-mm. Amy Poehler.
6: It's Tina Fey. Oh! Dang it! Oh, that's crazy. That's the worst. So, Eddie, zero. Morgan, one, because okay. she stole one question okay. of the three. Wow. Not good on either one of these parts. It's all right. No. Yeah. Okay, Morgan, you're going to get questions that Eddie will know the answer to, being aged 42, okay? Okay. Liam and Noel are the first names of the brothers from what band? Here is a clip of their song, Champagne Supernova. Can you name that band?
4: Gosh. I mean, come on. Liam and Noel. And it's a band. It doesn't sound like rock. That sounds a little more in the middle alternative, maybe.
6: Need an answer, Morgan. Ah, ACDC. Incorrect. (laughs) Eddie? Eddie? Man, that is the rock band Oasis. That is correct. Eddie on the board. Let's, Let's go. introduce Eddie's opponent. She runs all of our digital, all of our social media, the website. She has the eye of the tiger, the thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of her rival, Eddie. And the last known survivor, it's Morgan number two, everybody. <laughs> okay, Morgan. Question number two. Los Del Rio released a song that popularized what famous dance in the 90s? The dance and the song have the same name.
4: Los, I don't know that this is the right group that sang that, but it's the only dance that I'm aware of that was also the same name as the song, which would be the Macarena.
6: Is that your answer? Yes. She says Macarena. The answer is the Macarena. Woo! Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Morgan, this is for the win.
4: Yeah, for I need win. it. I need it.
6: What is the name of Phoebe Buffay's twin in Friends?
4: Oh, my gosh. Phoebe Buffay's twin. I have watched this so many times. I, have a, I feel like it's very similar to Phoebe. Alicia. No, that's not right. That is not there. But, mm. Phyllis.
6: Phyllis. Wow. Phyllis is incorrect.
4: Dang. I felt pretty good about that.
6: <laughs> Eddie, you need this in order to tie or Morgan wins the championship. Really? Yeah, because Morgan has two and you only have one. So Phoebe Buffet has a twin sister.
8: Yes. She's like so different than Phoebe.
6: What is the name
8: Phoebe and of her twin sister? It's not like it's not like Phoebe. It doesn't start with a P, I don't think. Phoebe and Oh! I don't know this! Wow.
6: I don't know. (laughs) Stacy? No, the answer is Ursula.
8: (laughs) Ursula!
6: And Morgan is the champion. Nice
10: job, Morgan.
6: Wow. She is over (laughs) 10 weeks of this game. Almost um, three months. Really? It's been wow, that wow, long? Wow. It's been that long. Morgan gets We Are the Champions. Wow. Morgan, what would you like to say?
4: You know, I would just like to say that, Eddie, you're a loser. You don't get to wear wow. a crown for L.A. <laughs> <A> i <universe. loser. laughs> Millennial. I am so proud of myself because nice I was top. not alive when you were alive. So this is great. Thank you.
6: Nice <laughs> job. And then play Morgan's winning song because she did win. Here it is. Long Congratulations.
3: It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
4: As per another listener request, y'all wanted us to bring back the employee of the month, which is always crazy in studio. So we're not going to talk about that because it was crazy enough on its own. And we all had to share, um, you know, the our speeches we would have given if we won, which gets weird all in itself. I want to talk Hill. You recently just made your first big girl purchase. Well, I've made big girl purchases, but not this particular one before. Not. okay. so let's let's break it down how big it is Mm -hmm. and what this purchase is. I want to know. I bought a couch. The couch that you sent me a picture of. Yes. Okay. Describe the couch to people because I'm the only one that got the the. It's photo. Cozy. <laughs> it's very cozy. It's
9: like a deep couch. Like where, you, like when you sit on it, your feet are not going to be touching the ground. Mm. Like it's that you type get of a couch. Sucked into the couch. Yes. It's cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like a, a grayish color, gray, gray- grayish. Oh, I have not heard grayish before. Really? Okay. okay. Well, there you go, grayish. Um. So yes, I bought this couch, and what is. Funny, not funny, is I posted because I'm not good with making decisions, like, at all, especially when it comes to big decisions with money. It's just a lot for and me. And a couch is a very big it's a very money big decision. Purchase. Very big purchase because I want to have this thing for a long time. It's a little bit of an investment. Um, So I posted on my Instagram the name of the place, and I was like, has anybody like, shopped here lately? Have y'all had good experiences? Morgan, I kid you not. of my DMs were like, run, don't buy from there. But guess what I decided to do? I decided to turn around and go buy from there. So I may or may not have a couch coming. Well, I think I'm going to be fine. Okay. So it's from Ashley Furniture, right? Yes. Wasn't sure if I could say that, but
0: I I mean, I bought my
4: couch from there. You did? Uh, Yes. It's also been six years now when I first moved to Nashville. And it's still great quality. So we bought it in Wichita and they packed it up into our U-Haul. They did. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't touch it, right? It was just sitting in the back of the U-Haul. Nothing was on it. When we unpacked it in Nashville, it had a huge hole in the back of one of them and they sent somebody out to come fix it. Like fix it and it looked brand new. I still have extra fabric in case anything happens. Hmm. So like I really didn't have a bad experience. That was super just unfortunate when they were moving it into the U-Haul, what happened. Things happened. And they made it better. Like, I didn't yes. pay for anything to fix it or whatever. Um, And that couch, I mean, I still have it in my house and I love it. Everybody so loves cozy. that couch.
9: Yes. Yes, I didn't know that's where it was from. Mm-hmm. Well, my aunt texted me because she saw my post and she was like, this is the place where I just bought my furniture like over the summer and it was great. And most people are telling me that they had issues with shipping. Well, my mm. guy told me, It's in stock. Like, it's coming. I could have it in two weeks, but I can't get it in two weeks because it's just not going to fit with what I'm doing. So I'm going to get it in a month. So he said, no, it's in stock. Like, you're getting it in a month because everybody's like, you're not going to see it for a year.
4: Okay, so people aren't mad at Ashley. They're mad at what's happening, which is not anything, any brand or any, I guess, person yeah, our brand has it has control over is the changes in what's happening with shipping. Like everything has been on a everything delay. has
9: they yes, and, but they said that the way customer service has handled it has been horrible. They said their customer service is really bad, which I'm wondering if that's like kind of a known thing within their company because the guy gave me his business card and was like, "Do not call customer service first; like always call me first because I will get a handle on it for you."
4: Well, and maybe too, customer service is so over. Like so many people are trying to call in. So many things because because, everything's backed up. Yeah, there's all these people that have shipping issues with furniture going there. Yeah, and customer service is getting called all the time, and you maybe have a few people working. Because true, we've seen it. Like service industry in general is Mm -hmm. not the way it used to be as far as people employed and Mm -hmm. people wanting to work there. And so I can imagine you maybe have fifty people that are there for every thousand that's calling in so it's probably not a good experience because those people probably aren't very happy and people are probably quitting right on top of that you're exactly right and so then if the salesperson does it it's like okay i can help this situation move along a lot better so it sounds like you're gonna have a good situation with this
9: i'm hoping i will we'll see and then people were like oh they're cheap like i guess quality wise i'm like it wasn't cheap but they were like quality wise, it's cheap, but I'm like again, I, I do know people who have furniture from them, and I think it's great, and I even mm-hmm. like what I got. So I don't know. It just they must have just had bad experiences. I'm excited for my couch, and people were freaking me out yesterday. I was like having <laughs> such like I get really bad buyer's remorse. Anyways, like after I bought my car, I had well, I had that, but I was like on another level of buyer's remorse after reading everybody's horror stories. But I was like, you know what? I've gotten like good feedback from people I know. Like Gator, he even wrote me. He was like, I got most all of our furniture from there. We've loved them. Have had great experiences. So we'll see. But yeah, you'll be able to come out and test the couch hopefully in a month if it's here.
4: I mean, I think I. You know what? I'm putting out that energy into the universe that's going to be here, and everything's going to go great. It's going to be great. Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. Yeah. I do think quality's great. I mean, like I said, my I love couch, your couch has been going strong for 6 years no problems yeah, no problem at all so i think you're fine but i do i do think we are in this which is really hard to take with a grain of salt right mm-hmm. when you ask for advice about brands and different things that you're trying to buy we are in a very like tumultuous time it's very weird right now as far now. as like goods and services go or mm-hmm. whatever we're we're seeing things so differently than what it used to be 3 years ago And I don't think we're giving that a grace period enough. Like we're still in this and this is still the repercussion of the pandemic. And everything I know, you know, enough research, everything that's going on not here is going to impact us as well. So like a little bit of grace goes a little bit of a long way if you can. That's how I feel. But I do understand that's also incredibly frustrating. Because it is your money and it's a lot Mm -hmm. of money.
9: So I do. I get. And if you're without a couch sides. for a year, like, I get it. That's I know. What are we supposed to do? I was gonna. Mm-hmm. If I don't have one, I'm just gonna blow up my air mattress and just put it in my living room. Um, <laughs> I mean that I can mean, be a makeshift. Cou- It'd be like it happens back
4: in uh, the '90s when they had those blow up chairs that we'd sit in. Yes, just Maybe buy I one of those. Some of
9: those that would yeah. work well. Well, the guy did tell me. He said, "You actually." He's like, "I'm not just saying this is like a salesperson. I'm just warning you." He was like, "You actually." Really did buy at a good time because prices are about to go up really yeah. high on Bad. furniture. Um, And I asked why. I was, like, very curious. And I'm assuming this is true. I don't know why he would tell me, like, something that wasn't. Um He said that shipping containers, like, for all this, is usually, like, $600. Well, then they went up to, like, $6,000. And now they're at, like, $25,000. So that's why it's going up because of all these shipping containers. I was like, that makes sense. I mean, that does make
4: sense. It it does suck though. Like
9: I get why suck.
4: people are angry and, and mad and yeah. Frustrated, but it doesn't mean like hey, diss on a brand because the reality is like yeah, people still have to make money, people are still working those jobs,
9: even mm-hmm. if they're not pretty right now. You're making me feel better about my purchase. Yeah. So thank you. I think it'll
4: be great. And I think I'm it's excited be a really for cool it.
9: couch. Yeah, and I'm I got excited a TV stand. to come
4: cuddle on it. Did you get the TV stand at Ashley Furniture too?
9: Mm-hmm. Did I send you a picture of that one? No, I just got the couch.
4: We were talking it's about the couch.
9: A, um, it's technically not a TV stand, but I'm making it a TV stand. It's like a buffet, like a dining buffet type thing. I mm. love it. I'm
4: excited. I'm, I'm very proud of you for making these big girl purchases. I know,
9: adult purchases. So It's happening. I'm just excited for Georgie, to, my dog, to like jump up there and like get on her blanket and just like cuddle on the couch like she's just gonna love it
4: well and because right now it, and the whole reason this is happening is because your roommate's moving out.
9: yes so yes I feel like I do need to give a backstory my yeah. roommate's moving out right now so she's taking her couch <laughs> so some things you're having to
4: purchase for, yeah, yeah
9: so literally when I tell you she's taking I mean obviously it's all her stuff so she has every right to um she's taking the couch dining room table with all the chairs The bar stools, the trash can. Like, they're just little things I keep thinking. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have that. I need to get that.
4: And it's hard, too, because, like, when you're making those purchases right now, you're also thinking of, I'm going to keep this for a while. Exactly. I got to love it. I got to love the idea behind it. Can I add more to it when I do actually buy a Mm -hmm. house? And that's, like, smart financial thinking, right? You're not just buying for this moment. You're buying for years. For, like,
9: years. And the cool thing about the couch I'm getting is – it's all like separate, like little chairs that kind of fit together. And so I can grow it if I want to, like I can buy an extra chair and like slide it in there and make my couch bigger. If I ever move somewhere and I have a bigger house, I can make it bigger. I think that's perfect. I'm so excited. I really am excited about it. Um, It's just when you get that, that bill and you look at it, it's like, Oh man, I'm, (laughs) I'm really excited about it. No, you will. And you'll stay excited about it. Like
4: I, I, when I bought my house and I made, two of my biggest purchases were the massive mirror I have in my
9: Oh, it's so sturdy.
4: Yes. It's a monster, but it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. um And then a um, bar cabinet, which every time people That's come over, they, they comment on it. And they're like, what is this? They were two, the two biggest purchases in my house, which is kind of funny considering like, you know, you got the couch and the bed and stuff, but. I debated on both of buying both of those for over a year before I actually pulled mm-hmm. the trigger on buying them. So I do think like your anxiety that was associated with making this big purchase is also totally warranted.
9: Yes. And I, because I, I, I did have two of our friends, you were doing gymnastics. I had two of my friends come and test the couch out to sit on <laughs> it to make sure. And um, I was like, you know, I've never like made a decision this quickly. And our friend was like, Hillary, you've been talking about this for the past two days. And I was like, two days is very quick for me. Like, that's not, not long. But you also don't have a lot of time to figure exactly. this out Exactly. I like, this is I need crunch something. Crunch time. Right. So now I've got to um, figure out the other things. I think I did find a trash can at Costco that I'll go get. So I'm just, you know, trying to slowly replace things. Yes.
4: I will say, like, too, like, just the, the biggest things I learned when I was, like, decorating my house. People often ask for a lot of, like, tips as, like, a first time homeowner or like a young homeowner mm-hmm. it's hard. Like you're you're doing all this and you're like, what am I doing? And you're kind of experiencing some of that, even though this isn't like buying a house, you're gonna be at this house by yourself. Right. And so or get a roommate eventually. I am looking for a roommate. Yes, I
9: was gonna say I'm not advertising this because I don't really need a bunch of DMs of people who are like <laughs> strangers, but yes, I am looking for a roommate.
4: Yes. But, but for a while you will be like, yeah. and I will say one of the biggest things and that I'm really glad that I did. And my oldest sister gave me this piece of advice was you don't need to decorate everything right away. She's like, right. get your essentials that you need to live and live in the house because something that you think you may want may not actually be what you want when you're in there. And you're like, that's not the vibe of the space. You feel it out and you see yeah. what you need or what's useful while also being really cool. And that was such a helpful piece of advice for me because I really didn't get a lot of my decorations. I still – I'm also just not a big decoration person. I don't like putting a lot of things on my walls. I love it. <laughs> you love that I'm like that or you love decoration? No, I love
9: decorating. Yes.
4: I, well, I do too, but I'm very simplistic when it comes to yeah. decorations. If I put something on my wall, like, you know I thought about that for a while before I put it up.
9: It took you a long time to put up the pictures um, by your front door. Mm -hmm. a long time Mm -hmm. but it was also because I don't I didn't know what I wanted yeah like it was
4: like I just needed to sit with that wall for like a year to be like "Mm, I just don't know what will fit here or what will be too much right so it was like in in your to make your house a home is not gonna happen overnight it's not even gonna happen in a couple months it's gonna happen over the course of time takes a minute and like there's still times where I'm decorating I'm like oh this could be cool there and then I think about it for a while like, so the mirror, my my bar cabinet area, my, um like, my little nook I have in my bathroom. Like, so many pieces were added on so much later. Mm-hmm. I just really got the bare essentials, a bed, a bed frame. I had my couch from my apartment. I got a new TV stand. And your dining table. I bought the dining table. Mm-hmm. And that was really about it. Like, I, I didn't, yeah. I had, one of my rooms wasn't furnished. I had my old furniture from my apartment go into one of the spare bedrooms, like, there wasn't a lot that I purchased beforehand. So much of it happened after. So, and, and big statement pieces are the ones you end up building stuff around. So, like, you'll yes. build stuff around your couch.
9: The couch and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I'm like, excited. those big purchases influence what the rest of your house is going to look the like. The smaller so. pieces. Which I have some, like, decoration-type things that I'm going to, like, bring down and decorate. Because I, I love decorating. Like, I really do. But... Yeah, I'm taking it very slow. I'm like, if this isn't a necessary purchase, like I'm not gonna use it very often, then we're not worrying about it right now. Yes. Um, a couch I will use, a trash can I will use. I do wanna get some bar stools. I'm not gonna worry about a dining table right now because it's not necessary. Like you can mm-hmm. eat at the bar. So
5: Yes.
4: See yeah.
9: you're doing it in that fashion anyway, you
4: just don't realize it.
9: I'm trying to. <laughs> it's
4: like it's hard. You get really excited, you're like, you I wanna excited. buy all the things. When I walked in at home after I purchased my house,
9: I was like, I want everything. Oh my gosh, I know, especially in a store like that. You Mm -hmm. just, the time with home goods, you just walk in and you're like, all right, let's fill my buggy up and let's, you know, Mm -hmm. go decorate
4: the house. But if you want your house to have like a theme or an aesthetic, like Mm -hmm. it does take this like natural progression of planning Mm -hmm. that you don't realize you're doing, but you are doing it in your head. And I just wanted a very homey, simplistic, like look, and I got that.
9: I feel like you definitely did. That's how Mm -hmm. I want – I told my mom I really want people to come to my house and not leave thinking, wow, that girl's couch was really uncomfortable. (laughs) Like I want people to be like, oh, this is very comfy because I've been to people's houses before and the couch is fine. Like even this couch I'm sitting on, I'm like, it's fine. But I really want like a comfortable hangout Mm -hmm. couch where my friends can come over. We can have the TV on, watching a movie or whatever, just hanging out talking. I just really want a a homey space. And I feel like too – I was trying to figure out how I would describe my style, and this word keeps popping up, but coastal, like, you know, like, the driftwood color, like, the gray, like, mm-hmm. wood-type color, and then the grays and, like, the tans and stuff. So you mean very Pottery Barn. <laughs> yes, basically, <laughs> and I think, too, that reminds me of home, like, yeah. Florida, mm-hmm. and so that makes it homey, too, for me, so yes, I I just, I love a homey space.
4: Yes, well, and, and you and I both love hosting people, and we the couch is the center of that, a, a couch and a kitchen Yes, are two centerpieces of hosting, Mm -hmm. and so they're very important elements. Yes, for people like us. Then you have other people who just have it for for the comfort, comfort, comfort. I was trying to say comfy and then comfortable. Um, The comfy factor, okay, yeah, because they don't like to host people, right? Right, they just want it for themselves to watch movies or whatever. And I love that too, but I did want a couch that was comfortable, stylish, and also. People love to sit on or sleep on if I end up having a huge sleepover at the house. Exactly. Yeah.
9: I, so. I want something people can take a nap on. And it's like deep enough to where it will, it's just going to be so cozy and I'm so excited. So fluffy. You've got it. You've got it. fluffy. New. Yes. It's the dupe for the it's um, the restoration hardware cloud. It's a dupe for that. It's like $10,000. We love a dupe,
4: especially from love restoration it. hardware, because that's where I got my mirror. And I yeah, ain't nobody touching that mirror.
9: No, I she I don't even like to pretty, get near it. Pretty... I don't even like to look at myself in your mirror. I'm like, just don't even look at it, Hillary.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. No, listen. This is this is hilarious. My boyfriend loves to shadow box in that mirror because it's large. You can see your whole body. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I swear if one day you ever get close enough that something happens. Can you
9: imagine?
4: I'm like, I don't, it, like, I think I have entrance through Restoration Hardware, like, if something minor happens but if like massive something happens i don't know that anything <laughs> you know and i this thing it weighs like 300 pounds it's freaking heavy so like i'm like i don't actually think you can do damage at least as far as like it knocking over but every time, every time he does that, I'm like, just don't do it in that mirror. It's just, it's not worth it. We
9: can go get you a $20 mirror mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah. Let's, so let's do that. That's become a thing. I'm like, we, we got to figure this that's out. That's so funny. I'm picturing <laughs> all of this going down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Don't touch the mirror. One day, he'll figure it out.
4: Um, but for now, it's still it's still the shadow boxing mirror. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's also the mirror I take all my outfit photos in. And you can't even see the border because that's how huge it is. It's
9: huge. So, yeah, you can actually kind of get a peek at Morgan's, like, fantastic mirror on her Instagram. <laughs> it's It's massive. I've tried taking a picture of it before. And you just, like, you can't. You yes. just can't. There's a, I think I have it on
4: my house highlights on Instagram when I got like a boomerang of it or something. Yes, when you
9: first got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So excited. you need to go check out this mirror. Like, go right now to go look at. Morgan's it is my.
4: That Instagram. is the bougiest thing in my house. Like the weirdest bougiest thing to have, but it is the bougiest thing I have in my house.
9: I would say yeah, that mm-hmm. or. Even your bar cart, mm-hmm. bar but I very bougie say, too. Yeah, but it doesn't but look like it. It amazing. just looks very, yeah, um,
4: classy. It's very wooden and classy it does. cabinet. The mirror is definitely bougie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like all the crystals are what make it bougie. When I look, when I think something's bougie, it's like diamond out, crystallized out, or like yeah. just looks incredibly expensive.
9: Well, don't you even have like a like a chandelier in your uh, yes, closet but too? That cost me one hundred fifty bucks. Like, but it the looks wise, it does. It looks it very looks bougie. bougie. And I went out and bought the rug you had in there because I loved it. It's so fluffy. soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I do have a little fluffy like blush pink rug in there. Yeah. I was trying to emulate like a cool celebrity <laughs> closet. <laughs> Not that I have one. Um, but yeah, that surprisingly, that chandelier Lear cost, cost me like, and I actually think I even got it on sale for like one twenty five.
9: Oh. But it nice. looks super bougie, which is cool. Yeah. Your closet looks good. Mm-hmm. You did a great job.
4: No, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you though. Your big girl purchase, you're more coming for sure.
9: Yes, my couch. With this phase of your life. I'm so excited.
4: And speaking of phase in your life, we have a f- another segment to intro, and then yeah. we got something to talk about. Yeah, I'm going to try not to cry. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. We, we'll, we can get through we'll, it. We'll I believe chat. in us. We'll chat. Um, but here right now, you guys can talk about, well, not talk about, it, you can hear the employee of the month segment that went down and how it became down to two. And I'm still bitter. You know, I didn't even get chosen. It's fine. Nobody knows what I do half the time anyway, even though I work all the time. Nobody actually knows what I do. Um, Exactly. Which is pretty funny. I think we Uh, all feel that way sometimes. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, So here it is. Employee of the month for February.
3: Number three.
6: Okay, here's a voicemail we got from a listener last week uh, about the segment we're about to do.
11: Morning, studio. I was just wondering if you were going to bring back the employee of the month.
6: Um, Thanks. Love the show. It is March 1st. I got on my team of Mike D and Scuba Steve, so they are not in the running for Employee of the Month because Steve's they-
7: gotten it before. Yeah, yeah.
6: But they're voting. They're voting now. Th- oh. we just talked about it. I, 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 they lent me their ears. Okay. Uh, so, haven't fully decided though. It's pretty close between a couple people. So, Employee of the Month will win forty dollars, the bit of their choice sometime over the next month when they want to do a segment, and just have it. Who won Employee of the Month last month? Abby. Abby. Abby, one last Last month. time. Abby, how did your life change after you were Employee of the Month? Probably in many ways, huh?
11: I mean, it really is one of the biggest honors, yeah, so... Yeah,
6: There you go. <laughs> did you guys create your speeches? Yes. We're ready. So, once I eliminate you, you then read your speech. Oh. Got it? This is
7: the worst. Because you have to read a speech for something you didn't get. That's why it's funny. But it's you already
6: awkward. wrote it, though. Okay. Yeah. Here's who's not Employee of the Month. Up first... Eddie, what? You're not already? Though.
8: Yeah, yeah. Geez, well that was anticlimactic. Mm-hmm.
6: For you? <laughs> for me? Yeah. Eddie, give us your speech uh, that you All were right. going to read if you were Employee of the Month.
8: Let me act like I'm really excited about this. <clears throat> wow, wow, wow! Thank you, guys. I would like to thank everyone here, especially Scuba Steve, because only he knows how hard I work. Oh wow! <laughs> me and Scuba are here, endless hours after the show is over, making sure everything's good for the show. I believe we have some great digital content. And I want to thank our listeners and everyone watching on Facebook right now. This is for you because I provided this content for you. Wow. That's what I do here. So thank you very much. And you all have a blessed day. Thank you so, so much.
6: You don't really make the content. You just show it.
8: Yeah, but, you know, if it wasn't for me, they would it wouldn't get to them.
6: You know what I mean? Uh, you did not you win. You posted up there? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. did not win. Yeah. Eddie's <laughs> the first one eliminated for Employee of the Month. The second person that is not Employee of the Month. Ray. Ray
2: would like to hear your speech if you would have been selected. Um, Unlike Eddie's, mine will be real. I don't know what he was lying about there. But seriously, this is such an honor. At my apartment, the (laughs) penthouse, Bay has always been complaining. She's like, we have two plaques here from ACMs and CMAs, and then we have one plaque here from CMAs. There's an imbalance. I need another plaque there so that there's two on each beam in the penthouse when we're overlooking the Cumberland River. I finally, baby, am bringing home that plaque to give us that
6: balance we need in the penthouse. Ray, who runs our board and does the audio, and vital member of the team did not win. Uh, this is the Employee of the Month Beanie Baby that you'll win.
7: Ooh. Oh. Yeah. That could
6: be worth a lot. Yeah, it could.
7: It's a bear. The bears are expensive.
6: You did very good this month. What's <laughs> that very Perfect. good? Mm-hmm. The next person not Employee of the Month. Morgan. Sorry, Morgan, all the hard work is going
11: out.
6: <laughs> Morgan, your 30 second speech.
4: Thank you so much, everyone, because without this team, I couldn't do what I do. And listen, I know I'm not the best at trivia, and sometimes I make a lot of people roll their eyes with my answers at things, but I've loved having the opportunity to make people smile. And feel related to being the youngest one on the show. I try to make sure every day I walk in here with a smile and do the best job that I can do each day. I love all of you. Thank you,
7: fam.
6: Morgan is our head of digital. If there's something on social media, no, no, Eddie said he does all that. <laughs> I, mean, I put it all up there, man. You okay? He
7: gets it to Morgan, and then
0: she. Yeah, yeah but yeah, without without me, Morgan does like
6: lots of posting, lots yeah. of pictures. Okay, there are three people left. Amy. Lunchbox, Abby.
7: If Abby gets a chance. Oh, wow, Lunchbox is going to lose, lose his box. mind. He's going to lose like his mind. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. He
3: will quit. till just now. <laughs> you think he'll quit this show? Absolutely. <laughs> He's he to, be gone. he, he might leave
7: down. for a minute. I don't think he'll quit, quit. But like know, he Amy. might exit the room. Which I've done that before. It's fine.
6: Maybe sometimes <laughs> enough is enough. You know <laughs> what I mean? I know. The next person. <laughs> the next person. The next person oh, who funny. is not Employee of the Month is... Amy.
7: Okay. <laughs> my speech is... <laughs> well, there's no I in team. So first, I'd like to thank everyone on the show because you're each an asset to every segment, every show. Secondly, I'd like to thank my friends' stories and my kids because that's basically my content lately. There
6: you go. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. But it's a good... It was really a good... You did... A, great. You had a great month. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You you really did. Okay. We're down to two. Lunchbox and Abby who won last month. Is it possible she could be employee of the month again? Wow.
7: Please. (laughs) I I didn't even know.
6: Do you you want me to just announce the winner like the? Wait, but then, but then, but then we'll make the first runner up do their speech first. We just announced the winner. Yeah, Yeah. 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 The winner of Employee of the Month, it's March 1st today, but the February Employee of the Month is. Abby. No way. She repeated as champion. Oh, man. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. But you have to. Thank you. Her song was a big part of it. She charted. National anthem. She She charted. A lot of content. She revealed she had a boyfriend on the air. Oh, yeah, I did. She kind (laughs) of came up and then she did. So, Abby, again, and maybe it's that you're exceeding expectations.
11: Oh, is that what
6: it is? Maybe so. I oh. think because you're not on the air all the time. You answer phones. So maybe it's because your on-air role is not expected to be very much. When you overperform, I think that's probably why the team voted you as Employee of the Month. Okay. Uh, but let's go it. to Lunchbox, who did oh. not win, who has his speech. Lunchbox.
10: <laughs> yeah. To all you haters that call and tell me my voice <laughs> is annoying, that I, why is Lunchbox on the show? Not only am I on the show, I'm the Employee of the Month, so eat that crap. Mm. <laughs> For breakfast, for lunch, dinner, whenever you're listening to us in your ears, in your car, at your work, whatever. And ever since I worked at Randall's when I was 15 years old, the grocery store, I would be in that break room and they had a little plaque up there for Employee of the Month. I've dreamed about this for years and it has finally come true. And I thought about singing this to you, but we've heard enough bad singing this month when we play (laughs) Abby's National Anthem over and over. So I just gave it to you nice and easy. Have a great day. Employee of the Month. Out. Are you, are you leaving? No, I'm not leaving.
7: What are your thoughts, though?
10: <laughs> I mean, it's rigged. They just want to make me mad. Here we go again. Just like we're going to play her song just to honor her employee of the month, just to rile me up a little bit more. You want to ruin my, I mean, listen, you ruined my February, might as well start my march out in a bad mood. So here we go. I'm in a bad mood. I tried to keep it in. I tried to act like I didn't care. But here we are. It's been a whole minute and I'm really upset because when it was announced, I just sat here quietly trying to act like, hey, you know, no sweat on my back. But guess what? It's sweat off my back. What percentage
7: of you thought when it was down to you and Abby that you were going to be Zero percent. No, you were going to be it.
10: Zero (laughs) percent. Oh, you knew. I knew. I knew by the look in Bobby's eyes. Because you knew you didn't deserve it? No, no, because I could look in your eyes and I was like, oh, he's smiling too much. It it came down to Abby and Amy, if I'm being honest,
6: as the last two we were talking through. Um, We just thought we'd roll Lunchbox up at the end.
10: Like I, I saw it in his eyes. Like I was like he, he he won't look at me. That means he doesn't want to tell me that. But that's I lost. not true. Sometimes I do the opposite. Yeah, but in a way,
7: I, like lunchbox. Oh. Let me. This is something that just popped into my head. I don't when, want
6: to make this about lunchbox. I know Abby just won. Right. I know, and he well. he tends to do that. But well, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I did not do. No, don't blame me for this. Go I ahead. Amy, the Amy, one go ahead. Said, go ahead.
7: Like in a way, again, like you said, Abby's main role is not to be on the mic, mm-hmm. but. In the way Lunchbox reacts to her, it he technically gives her. her more Absolutely. time, oh, wow.
10: which yeah, so helps her shine. Basically, I created the employee of the month, is what you're saying. Without <laughs> me, she wouldn't be where she is, <laughs> no. is what you're saying, Amy, right? <laughs> right, Amy? She wouldn't have the material sure. I'm without gonna,
6: me. I'm going to let you do your speech, and then you can come and collect your $40 right here. In Look her, in her ooh, very ooh, good bear. It. Right here. At the, and your bear. Oh, yay. Employee of the month bear. Very good. Okay. Okay, and here is our employee of the month, Abby, our phone screener.
11: Okay, so I want to thank Bobby, everyone I work with, and all the listeners for their support. Um, and I especially want to thank Lungs- Lunchbox because, you know, you're, name right. you're singing for walls. Dummies book. <laughs> it's paying off. I've been reading it, and it's obviously paying off because my version's being played on different stations. <laughs> um, it's, like, really been the best month because it's been played on the, all the stations. I'm going to Strawberry Festival, um, and now I get Employee of the Month. So
6: for The only repeat champion.
10: Can, uh, I just say, wow. can I just say she needs a speech writer? Because when she had her 71 party or whatever number she was, 79, 71. it was bad. That was bad. Like, Bobby, helped <laughs> you know, her with her speeches.
11: Didn't say I was the best at giving speeches. <laughs> yeah, she's
10: not an on-air person. I'm she just saying. Phone. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, if we're going to have speeches, maybe she needs help. I mean, even the president has people that writes his speeches for him. Even the president? No, like, <laughs> the president for <laughs> sure, for sure does. Because that's literally
7: a job. Yeah.
11: Want to um, help me Lunchbox? Abby- You're so good. You want to help me? Speeches?
10: I mean, I'll help you with speeches, singing. I
6: mean, I'll get you all sorts of lessons. Okay, Abby, thank okay. you. You've been a great employee. You win the money and the bear, and you have, you've you just done an excellent Yay. job. Well, thank you. Well, and there's Yay. your employee of the month, Abby. To everyone, though, it was a difficult decision. Oh. Everyone was in the running, really, except Eddie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Thanks, Scuba. <laughs> I'll remember that.
11: I hate that I, like, feel bad for winning. It, it, like, looking at Lunchbox, just his no, face. don't let that get to you. Abby me. is no. our
3: winner. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number 2.
4: This one, I can't play for you guys on the best bits, but it's definitely worth adding to here because Kane Brown just released a new song called Leave You Alone. And it's so good. He performed it on the show. We were able to share that performance with y'all. It's his first live performance of it. And as much as I would love to include it on here, I don't want to get in trouble. So I'm just putting this in here as an intro to say, right now, go to bobbybones.com and watch it. It's really great. Kane Brown totally slayed this performance in every way. And it's a great new song of his.
3: Number two.
6: That's the most pure I've ever heard uh, vocal. For, I mean, and you always come in and kill it. But that when you were singing that, I was like... God dang, man. That's the best I've ever heard Kane sing. That's well, awesome. Thanks man. I yeah. appreciate and it. Then, yeah. And I mean that as a compliment. It's not like, hey, man, you suck every other time. No, like, you're you. always yeah, good. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, what are you, you said no, thing.
7: especially considering, because I think, yeah, you were mentioning before we went on that he was nervous um, about singing in the morning. Dude, like, he, um, he had trouble sleeping last night because he was going to have to sing I'm this. I'm terrified of singing. You in should do the all morning. your shows
6: in the morning. Like, Hell tell no. your team, book
3: all your shows. That's how <laughs> yeah. good you sound. The Morning Show's official YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Bobby Bones Show, and subscribe today. The Bobby Bones. Got- it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan, number two.
4: Coming in hot at number one, it's rejected segments, but that's actually not what we're talking about at mm. here. Hillary, you
9: have a very big announcement to share. I do, and I haven't announced it at all really anywhere, and I haven't even told, like, I told people who, like, need to know, um, that I am leaving. You're leaving the show. I'm leaving the show. I'm going to a new job, um... I just it was a Well, before you get into it, a little round of applause Thank you. for you. Thank you. You've worked for the show for so long. For like I think it's been four and a half years now I've been with the show. Yes. Something and I'm gonna like let
4: you keep taking it away because I'm probably gonna cry if I talk anymore.
9: <laughs> um yeah, I just I felt like I needed a change in my life, like a major change, and this opportunity came up and I went for it and I'm I'm excited about it. Do you want to talk about the opportunity? Yeah, I can say what it is. Tell us Um, your new job. So I'm going to be working at a label in town called Broken Bow. They have like Jason Aldean, Dustin Lynch, um, Granger Smith, a bunch of really great artists over there. And um, yeah, I've never, um, I've only done radio, literally my entire career has been with iHeart. I don't know anything different. And so it's crazy that um, I'm going to be going and doing something else. And... I told Bobby, like me and him had a, a chat right here where we're sitting at. Um, and it was a great conversation. And then afterwards I was like, I'm gonna go tell the studio. I'd been fine. Like, I was good. I was like, you know, when I accepted the job, I was like happy about it. I hadn't cried or anything. I get into the studio and I just like say, I haven't like I have to tell y'all something and everybody just stares at me and I just start crying. <laughs> <And> I'm like <laughs> and I hadn't even said what I was gonna be doing yet, and they're probably like what's wrong with her so I had to tell everybody I was leaving and yeah it was hard I was like this is not it's it I'm excited obviously but when you have spent most of your career doing something it's just hard to leave it is hard to leave regardless of anything it's hard to leave it's hard to leave something that's
4: so comfortable and known
9: yeah And I think that's kind of what it is too. I was too, I want to challenge myself. Like I was too comfortable. Like I, I have been doing this job for four and a half years and I just, I want to, I want to try something new and I'm going to be 30 next year. And I kind of wanted to make 29 my year of, of big changes. And yeah, so that was kind of like one of the first things that I did.
4: And we are so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. I know.
9: I know. I mean, because I'm still going to see you.
4: You're still one of my best friends. And we're still going to see each other outside of work. Yes. But it is going to be weird not having you around here. It's going to be very weird. And you don't don't have have... to wake up early anymore, which is great. Thank God. That's going to be the best thing ever. (laughs) Now, what are you doing at Broken Bow?
9: So I'm going to be a project manager. Um, I'm going to be helping out with like artists' projects. (laughs) <laughs> um, like if they have an album coming out or a song, this is my understanding of my job I'm going to be taking. Um, I'm just making sure everybody's like staying on track. Like I'll be talking with managers and I'll be talking with, um, you know, other people from the label promotions, the radio team, just everybody making sure everybody's staying on track to make sure this album or whatever is getting out on time. Yes. So, and you're going to be so good at that because one I'm of excited. your jobs,
4: on the show for a very long time was to help with artists Yeah, when they came into the studio.
9: Yes. Yeah. So, so I, like, I know a bunch of people. Yeah. You would
4: talk to the label to organize. Tell a little bit about what you were doing on that side of things here for the show.
9: Yeah. That kind of led into this love for doing it. I would book um, artists. So I would – I'm actually really close with all of our – we have label reps, um, which are people who – we have a person at each label – who I will reach out to if we need an artist or they reach out to us whenever, you know, somebody's coming out with an album or something that they need to promote. Um, so I just became very close with all of these people and I thought I kind of want to see what that side of it's like because I know what our side is like and I want to go see what that side is like and grow a little bit in that um, that part of the industry because again, I'm I'm I mean, I'm 29. I still have so much left, like career-wise. Yeah, I just want to experience so much more, and I want to grow and I want to learn more about this industry. So, I'm excited. It definitely. I had no idea what I wanted to do. It's not like I even went out searching. Oh, I want to be a project manager. Like the job came up, and I was like, I actually think I would like that. I think I'd be pretty good at it. And I've already got a couple artists who like want me to be their project manager. <laughs> <laughs> I saw low cash at CRS and. Because, OK, when I told everybody after the show like I was leaving and I'd been crying, Locash was here doing an interview with Amy. <laughs> and so they walked by me and I had went out to go get them. And so they knew I was OK. But then like a few minutes later, I'm crying. And I was like, it, "It's I hate crying in front of people. So I was embarrassed. So I saw them the next day at CRS. And I went up to them and I was like, they saw me, they gave me a hug. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was crying. And I said, I'm actually coming to y'all's label because they're on Broken Bow. Yes. And I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're on Broken Bow and um, they're like, what are you going to be doing? And I said, project manager and all of this. They're like, well, whatever it is you're doing, we want to be your artist. Like, we want, if you, I have a, like, I'll have a roster. They're like, we want to be one of those artists.
4: Okay. So is there like multiple project managers? Man- yes. Managers. So we'll have
9: three. Okay. So you'll split up the artists Mm -hmm. on that label. So I'll get 10 artists. Wow. That's a lot of artists. At first I'll be getting 15 because one of the girls is going on maternity leave. Oh, wow. I don't think I'm sharing too much of, I think I can share all this. I'm so used to like our show, like knowing what I can and can't share. I know. Going into this job, this is new. I'm like, I'm allowed I'm not spilling any secrets. So it's fine. Um, But yes. So I think I will have 15 at first. Wow. And then get down to 10. Okay. Is my understanding. Wow. Yeah.
4: That's a lot of artists.
9: It is. And
4: I. So would you be working like eight to five? Are you working from home? What does that look like?
9: It is going to be a normal job. i had a normal hour I know. Job. That's, what, I, that's what I'm what I did ask somebody yesterday who um, is in the same position. I was like, what's the hours like? And, um. He said that it was going to be, I think, nine to five. Okay. Dolly. Mm-hmm. Nine to. I've never. Yes. I could never relate to that song because I've never. Now you're nine about to, five. to relate to it. Yeah. So I'm gonna relate to that. Um, it's gonna be interesting with Georgie because usually I can go home after the show and mm-hmm. spend time with her and go take her out, and now it's not gonna happen. Georgie's gonna have to do a little growing up of her own now, too. She sure is.
4: Which and, is. Hillary's dog,
9: by the way, for anybody who's new listening to this. People are probably like, what is that? It's my dog. Um, But she's just so used to my schedule. And so Mm -hmm. now she's going to have a new schedule. So that's going to be interesting. But I'm excited. It's definitely a new opportunity. Um, It's something I've never done before, never even thought about doing before. Um, But I'm really excited. The group over there, like who I'm going to work with, they're all really great. I've known um, quite a few of them for a while, for years, just through radio. And um, I'm excited.
4: I'm so excited for you. But, like, it makes me sad to think this is the
9: last time you'll be on my podcast. I know. I didn't even think of that. Thanks like, for telling me. You
4: know that. what? <laughs> but maybe, maybe if I have another podcast or something else, then you're back and it'll be great.
9: I can kind of maybe we'll um, put that in the sneak universe. my key card.
4: Yes. Hold on to it. We'll we'll put that out in the universe. Yes. For those things. I'm still around. What about, okay, so what on the show. What are the things you're gonna miss the most mm-hmm. and things you're gonna mo- miss the least? Dun dun dun.
9: We're just gonna go ahead and say for the least, waking up early. Yes. Um, that is not fun. Also, it's always cold here. Is yes. it cold in the classroom or is it just cold in the studio? No, I was freezing today. Okay. Like I came in here to thaw out. Um, no, it was freezing. So yeah, the freezing it's cold temperatures. Freezing in radio stations, I don't know why, <laughs> but it is apparently because of the equipment. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to miss the cold. I'm not going to miss waking up super early. Um, that's going to be fantastic. Um, what am I going to miss the most? Honestly, probably just like y'all. Like the the daily like chatter. Like after the show, like they're all out in the hallway right now talking. If you can hear them in the background, that's you mean You
4: mean you're about to tell me that the thing you're going to miss
9: the most is the locker room talk that we have to put up with every day because it's mostly men? I mean, not really that. <laughs> like, there were some inappropriate things said earlier, and I was like, did we have to say that? I'm not going to say who said it, but. It is. It's locker room talk. I'm sure. Every time. You could guess. Um, I don't know. Just like the, you know, just like. You know how me, you, and Lunchbox will, like, sit in the the green room and, like, chat? Yes. You know, things like that. Um, What else am I going to miss? I do love, like, um, getting to meet all the, um, like, labels and managers and stuff. I've created such a good relationship with a lot of them. Like, I saw one of them today, and I was like, I just want to let you know I'm leaving. And, like, I'm not going to really see him often anymore. Yeah. We all follow each other on Instagram, but just, like, those relationships that I have spent so much time building – and I'm just not going to see them see them as much.
4: I think the cool thing for you on that aspect is that you'll end up seeing them at events or different things. Yeah. That th- the industry, as much as there are different labels and there's different sets of things, all comes together very often. Yeah. Nashville is a very small town. It really is. As far as the music industry. So yes. I do think you'll still see a lot of them. And yeah. you'll still get to work with St. Jude, which I know is a huge <gasps> yes. thing for you. You do so much work on our St. Jude Radiothon.
9: Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, No, honestly, that may be the thing I I miss the most. It's definitely the thing – oops. It's definitely the thing that stresses me out the most. Um, Just because I put a lot of pressure on myself to do well with it because it does mean a lot to me. So that's why I say when it stresses me out the most, that's why. Because I put so much pressure on myself to make sure it's great. Um, Yeah, I just – I'm going to miss doing that. I like – so I kind of created – the templates for things like kind of how to do things and so I had to turn I turned those in to whoever is going to do it next I mean so basically Hillary helped us institute
4: a lot of things at mm-hmm. the show as far as a battle that people may never know or see but you should definitely know from this podcast
9: because you did you had yeah. a hand in a lot of things and it will live on yeah it was weird like putting together like examples of everything I do and sending it because like even with Bobby's packet like I kind of created that format. Like I, I created all of that. In the packet and, you're referring to is like all of the spots yes, and, and liners, advertisements he yes, does. That He has to things. do commercials and everything. Um, we like Arial font 14, <laughs> size 14. Um, and then I figured out how like the word count, how many words it needs to be for like a 60, a 30 or 15. Um, I just I kind of I, I kind of created that little thing. So I'm I'm proud of doing that, and yeah, the radiothon. I'm still proud. I still hold the record for 2.5 million in 2019. Yeah, I'm so proud of that because I think I'm so proud because that was the first year that I did it, and because Morgan Massengill had just left. She was our EP, and she left. And they're like, "Oh, we have to do the radiothon," and I was like, "Uh, what does that mean? Like, what do I do?" And they're like, "Uh, well, we kind of got to book artists." We have to get the show together. We've got to figure out, like, you know, the text number, the phone number. I mean, so much goes on behind the scenes for a Radiothon. Like, it's insane. And, um, yeah, I had literally no idea what I was doing. But I had so many people come up to me, even, like, the head people at St. Jude. And they're like, that's the best Radiothon we've ever heard. And it just, like, I think I went home and cried that day because I spent so much time doing it. And when they gave me that final number, they said, this is the most your show has ever made. And it was $2.5 million. I just, I could not believe that I did it. I was like, how did I pull this together? But it wasn't just me. Like, I mean, we have Ray who's piecing the show together. Mike, who's like running sound. You, you're doing all the digital stuff and creating all the graphics. Like, it's not just a one person job. It's a, everybody has to, to come together to do it. My job was just basically kind of making sure I was giving y'all the correct info to make sure y'all could do y'all's jobs. So (laughs) you are the
4: organizing, you were the producer behind it.
9: Yes. So Mm -hmm. that kind of has become like my baby and like my, my project, my special project. And yeah, I'll never forget that first year I did it. And just knowing how, how well we did. And, um, it was great. And then I got to go tour the hospital, which was awesome. And, yeah, that place just really holds a special place in my heart, and I just love it so much. And I'm excited. I'm still going to be able to get to work with them. The girl who's going to be my boss, she I think she's on like the board or something, or she did something very close with them. So
4: one mm-hmm. well, country music is very involved with St. Yes. Jade, so your artist will definitely be working with them for so sure.
9: I'm sure on some level that means you too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. To me, that's like what our jobs are all about. Like we're given a platform, and I love to be able to do things for good. And I feel like that's what we do with that. Is yes. For two days, we get to,
4: as, as you said, as we should. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
9: Now I want to know.
4: We're gonna leave this on a high note mm-hmm. again because I'm I'm sitting here like my body is waiting to I cry. Did,
7: I know. I'm like
4: I'm doing good. I'm and keeping I'm it together. Surprise, but like it's there. It's just yeah. like sitting there. Um, I want to know your top five memories. You've been on the show for f- four years. Yes. Four years. I want to know the top five memories for you.
9: There are quite a few, um, but five. Five. I would say – I think that's what you had. Did you have top ten or do you want to do top five? No, I had five. I did come up with five. All right, let's do your telling on my little list. Five. Um, I would say one that's definitely um, – you know, I'm going to save that one for last. We're going to go with this one because I just talked about it, the um, raising the record number 2.5 million for the Radiothon. That was yes. freaking – Huge, that was awesome. Um, number four, I had I lost a bet which was our March Madness bet. Yes, um, I, I remember kn- this. I knew I was gonna lose, like, I had no idea what I was doing, and I had to go sing at the Starbucks close by to our office. Wearing underwear outside of my pants and seeing I'm a little teapot and do, like, the actual motions. Yes. And that, that video, that all of that is still
4: up on bobbybones.com you if can you would like to relive that. somewhere. That. Yes. It will never come down.
9: Mm, yay. <laughs> um, that was definitely not my best moment in life. But you know what? It happened and that was a memory. You can
4: look back on it now and it was a, a fun memory.
9: Yes. Um, I would say three, Oh. Bobby, he picked me for the Christmas gift exchange one year. And this was really sweet. Like, this was really awesome. Before – um, I was, gonna, I was just about to say, before Christmas comes Thanksgiving, <laughs> at Thanksgiving, or it was at, like, our show party or something, Um, Bobby had asked me if I went home for Thanksgiving. And I said, no, I couldn't afford it. Like, flights were $700 or something ridiculous like that. It was crazy. And I said I couldn't afford it. And so for the Christmas gift exchange – he gave me an entire box of cash, all cash, <laughs> so I could um, book a flight for Christmas. So I will never forget that. That was definitely one of the sweetest moments and like one of the sweetest things somebody did because, again, that was just like a, I thought, a passing conversation of him just asking like, oh, what would you do for Thanksgiving? And I just made that comment. But mm-hmm. that stuck with him and he remembered it and he got that for me. So I thought that was very kind and it was it was awesome. I'll never forget that that was a really cool moment I think
4: you might have teared up a little bit too when that I
9: think happened. I did there's mm-hmm. also a video of that somewhere <laughs> out there. there's just videos of everything um number two I would say this is definitely one of the worst moments of my entire life when I crashed into the building oh yes the crock pot the crock pot or the coffee it was a crock pot it was a or coffee. coffee it was a coffee it was yeah. a coffee yes yes it was a coffee I went on a coffee run for everybody, and when I came back, the way our parking garage is set up, we're on a hill, which I hate our parking garage. It's one thing I'm not going to miss is the parking garage. It was up on a – like, you kind of go up on a hill, and I had them in my passenger seat floorboard, and uh, they were going to spill literally all over my car. So I bent down to grab them, and as I'm doing that, I thought my foot was on the brake, but it was on the gas, (laughs) and I floored it into the building, like – Oh, it was so bad. Corner of the
4: building, you really didn't do... So bad.
9: There's still a mark on the building. Yeah, I was going to say, but you didn't do much damage. Like,
4: the building didn't have to be repaired. You left your mark, but, like, you left your mark more so on your own car.
9: Yeah, it was not not a great moment for me. How much damage was done on your car?
4: I can't remember now.
9: I don't know if I... um, I'm not going to say the total (laughs) out of respect to Bobby, but Bobby paid for it because he felt bad. And I was like, it was my, like... It was my fault, but he was like, "It happened at work, so I want to help you." He loaned me his jeep for like a week while my car was being fixed, and he paid for the damage. But yeah, it like it was. There's also I think a picture on the internet somewhere of that. It <laughs> definitely dented like the entire front corner. Mm-hmm. Um, the building has some scrapes on it still. So if you ever come by, you can go see that good old brick building. Yes, I think um, it was very interesting having to come in and tell everybody. I walked into the studio and I was like, I wrecked my car. (laughs) And Bobby and Mike's faces were the first two I saw. They were like, they couldn't believe it. Like their faces were hilarious. Like thinking back, it's funny now. Um, And I think Bobby was the one who was like, is your car okay? And somebody else was like, is the building okay? And Amy was like, Y'all, is she okay? She was like, (laughs) "Are you okay? You literally just got into a wreck." And I was like, "No, I'm fine. Like, I promise." I was like, shaken up, and I was like, "My car, though, because it spilled everywhere." Mm -hmm. So then I had to go get like I had to go get a carpet cleaner. I had to go do all kinds of things, and yeah, and then having to make the phone call to my parents. I yeah, my mom's like, "I mean, you're as long as you're okay." You know, we're, you're, you know, you're good. I don't know why I still feel like I have, when I call my parents with bad news, Same. I just hate it. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that happened and that was not, that was not a great moment. I still get made fun of for that. And that was your, your number two moment. That was a huge moment when it happened though. Yeah. That was that was really bad. I just – I still cannot believe that was life that literally
4: happening on the show is what
9: that was. And what's fantastic <laughs> – yes, it was. What's fantastic about all of that is none of us thought to tell our bosses, and so they had to hear about it on the radio. <laughs> and so then I'm getting calls from, like, HR and from our bosses to make sure I'm okay because, they're like, if something happens, like, while you're at work, we have to, like, do something about it. And um, – Yeah, so that happened. And I don't think I've ever shared this. My mom's always told me, she said she didn't want me to share it whenever it first happened because she was like, it's just not the smartest thing to do. Did I ever tell you I got, I think I have an injury from it? Wait, really? Yeah. I don't know if I told you this. What's the injury? So I, um, like shortly after that happened, I cannot pinpoint it to that being what it is. But my doctor says it is. Like it, it very well could be. So shortly after that, I felt a lump in my chest, and I went and got like a, um, a mammogram. Like I went and okay, got—I remember this whole lump in the chest situation. Have I not told I you did what not it was? No, <laughs> that it could possibly can be connected to this. Yes. Oh, yes. So I—I I went and did the whole thing of like I got it all checked out, like scans and everything. And they're like, there is a mass. Um, we're gonna uh, keep an eye on it. And I said, okay, they just said, come back in six months. So I go back in six months and, um, they're looking at it and they were like, okay, well the mass is looking good, but there's also another spot. So what I was referring to, they were talking about something else that they had seen, which is, it was fine. Thankfully they were like, you have a, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? It's my sternum. My sternum sticks out right here. It like, it sticks out still. Is that where this, no, the seatbelt would have been, I think it's the steering wheel. I hit the steering wheel. Like when I was, when you went
4: forward, When I went forward,
9: I hit my steering wheel and I asked, um, the girl, my doctor, I said, the only thing I can think of is right before I felt this, I did get into an accident and she said, yeah, you could have hit your steering wheel or you could have hit something. And it, could, that could have caused it.
4: Okay, so question. Do mm-hmm. you still have it? Mm-hmm.
9: It's always going to be there. My this, sternum is always going to stick out.
4: This is so interesting because I learned this with Remy, my dog. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember when I took her into the vet, I thought she had a – she does have a mass. Yeah. And I was like, I'm worried this is cancerous, whatever. hmm I found out from my vet that it's trauma-related. Like, she ran – she her body, she ran into something, and Remy is clumsy sometimes and runs – into the table or the couch because she likes to lay under them. Yeah. And they're like, this is trauma related. And when trauma happens to your body or like a, and I say trauma, meaning like a force Mm -hmm. hits your body in a way that it's not used to these. It it happens in pets and it happens in humans. Mm -hmm. Same, same way is that it literally just, it's like these, um, I think she called them like fatty cells or something. Yeah. And they literally like attract to that area and create a mass. It's not anything bad, it's just mm. a mass. And it's because your body went through a trauma. That's so, so interesting to me. So, I've like, never heard your that. body went through a trauma in that moment. Mm-hmm. It hit something very, and it has to be like the most perfect spot. Yeah. Which it is does. really strange because it has to be this area that the, enough things are accumulating or whatever. Like, she explained it so beautifully, and I cannot but she said it happens in humans and in, in pets they're very similar mm-hmm. in how it happens
9: it does it's crazy like, So the the human oh body is crazy gosh. did you do you want to feel it no i felt it before i remember yeah, this yeah you remember
4: it yeah because it's still there. we were very right concerned
9: there. because when something's on your chest as a female for sure i mean yes. i know men can get breast cancer too but i was terrified like i would cry and i was like oh my gosh something like it that just it was not great what and then yeah when i went back 6 months later and they told me, I wish I could remember what the name of the stern like it's not protruding sternum, it's yeah. a, a prominent sternum. I think that's what it's called.
4: And obviously you weren't born with that because this happened. I've never noticed it yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Like I just
9: randomly noticed it. So very well it could have happened before the accident, but I noticed it right after, like a month later. And when I asked the doctor, she said something like that could cause it. So it all ties back to me hitting the building. <laughs> So, so you did get a small injury from the sternum. I have a internet. prominent sternum and I will always oh remember God. the show every time I you will never be able to officially leave I the show. My it's always sternum. Yeah. physically going to be a part of you. I don't think I've ever told anybody. Like Bobby doesn't even know that. Nobody knows that. That's funny. I've always been nervous to tell because so my mom was like if something ever happened to you and like you know I did get into a bad accident, they could claim that as a pre-existing condition. Because right now I'm fine, like it's no big deal. But since everything's recorded, you kind of have to be careful what you say. I get that, and it, I'm, it's been three years. So I'm not good. bad for
4: you, though. I mean, yeah, it, it could be yes, but yeah, I yeah, I get it. I totally, yeah. Understand. She was
9: like, my mom's a court reporter. I don't know if I've ever shared that before, and so she hears all the things. So she was like, just be careful, like what you say. You know, you just mm-hmm. want to be careful. Um, but yeah, I don't think I ever told anybody. So yeah. An injury for you that left rec. it
4: all out on the line before before you left. You're like, I Sure, Here, did mic
9: drop. <laughs> yep, this is what happened to me, and I will live with it forever. No. I it's never gonna go away. And what was your number one, the Saint Jude thing? Did you
4: put it? You just said it
9: then. No, that was I I put that, I was gonna put that at two, but it, since we already mentioned it, I put it at five. Okay. My number one was when Bobby called me to tell me I got the job because oh, yes. I remember I was upstairs in a studio. Um, recording a show and I had my phone on silent cause I'm in a studio and you typically turn your phone on silent. And I just happened to look down and I had, I just missed a call and it said Bobby's name on it. Like a caller ID popped up. And I was like, why is Bobby calling me? And I call him back and I was like, sorry, I was recording a show. And, um, he was like, I just want to be the one to tell you, like you got the job. I tried holding it together he was like, I don't I we don't want to tell anybody yet because I want to let the people know who didn't get it. We haven't told them yet, but I wanted you I wanted to be the one to call you and tell you, you got it. So like just keep it in for a few more weeks and all this. And I was like, Can I tell my mom? And he's like, yes, yeah, you could tell your mom. So I was like, Okay, um, I'm trying to get off the phone with him, like
4: before you freak out. Yeah. And so I was to, like, like,
9: just don't I I don't want to cry on the phone with you. Like, just let's hang up now. Um, so I call my mom and she doesn't even hear, she just hears me crying. I just was like, was bawling. And all I said was, Bobby just called. And she's like, Did you get the job? I was like, Yes. And she starts crying. And what's funny is there's like this giant window. And so people can see me. And they're probably like, Why is she crying? But I couldn't tell anybody why I was crying. So I just was trying to like run out of there. So I just like left. I was like, I can't be here because people are going to wonder what's wrong with me. And I can't tell them what's wrong with me. And I can't lie. Like it's just going to be so awkward. So it definitely created. A thing, but in this, I had the same reaction because I was part time at that time, being a phone screener, and I had the same exact reaction when he called me to offer me full time because he really went to bat for me for that. Like he saw how hard I worked, and he was like, "I really want to." He created the position for me. I don't know if I think I'm allowed to share that. Um, he created this position for me. This position was not existing. It was you know to write his commercials and liners and the countdown and everything else I'm doing. Like he created it specifically for me and. I will always be thankful for that, and I will never forget that. But I just get emotional when I get phone calls from Bobby. <laughs> they always end up with me crying. I
4: mean, for happy fair reasons, though. yeah, all all good reasons, but also fair because it's a big deal, and you got a really a huge deal, big yeah. job that a lot of people wanted. So yeah,
9: and I've shared briefly before. I'm not gonna drag. I'm sure we talked for like two hours now, but before I moved, like before I got the job, I had just moved to Nashville. And when I moved to Nashville, I didn't really have a job lined up. I was working a job that was like six hours a week. And then I was able to get something a little more. Um, and I was living on an air mattress in somebody's basement, out of a suitcase because I didn't have a place to live yet. And then I had just found a place to live. And then I had, right at that time, the Bobby position became available. And so I applied. And then I ended up getting that job. So it was just crazy how everything lined up. like, yes, it was awesome I got this specific job because this was a dream come true. But there was so much more behind it that I was like, I think I can actually make it in this town. Like, because at first my parents were like, what's your backup? Like, how long are we giving this?
0: You know, Mm -hmm. we had just had
9: that conversation. And then the Bobby show opened up and I applied and I got it. So there's just so much more to it. And that's why, like, I've I've told Bobby before, like, whenever I put my, my two weeks in, I was like, I just appreciate everything you've done and I mean it like you just changed my life like I wouldn't have been here for this long if I wouldn't have gotten that job I may have went back home um yeah so it was it was really awesome so that was definitely my favorite moment was just getting the call that I got the job
4: and look at you now you're about to do an even bigger job and I I know like people are like going from the Bobby Bone show is hard right it's the dream job But I think this is just continuing on your dream. I think the show was a part of your journey. And Mm
5: -hmm. now
4: you're headed to something just as big and just as fun. And it just looks different to people who aren't in the industry.
9: Yeah, people are like, why are you leaving? Like, they're so confused. And I'm like, I understand. I was like, but just for me personally, I want to learn more and I want to grow more. Mm -hmm. And that's... That's why. And you're it's, so that's great at
4: artist relations. It's going to be mm-hmm. so cool to see you in this role that it's just excited. that. Like, it's really working with artists. And I think you're going to cultivate and help them so well. So I'm, I know everybody's going to be excited to watch you. And I'm excited personally to see yeah. what you do because I know you're going to be awesome at it.
9: Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I, like, waited because I got the offer and I didn't tell you until, like <laughs> – the night before I was going to tell Bobby because I don't want you to have to hold on to that. Yeah. I had only known for like, I think, a day. And um, well, I had to wait for the official offer. I got the official offer like hours before I told you because I was like, I don't want her to have to sit with that. Like because I wanted <laughs> to tell everybody and I don't want you to feel like you'd hold a secret in. So, yeah, because I texted our emailed Bobby and I was like, hey, can I talk to you tomorrow? And there was one time I did that to him. And he wrote Morgan Massingill and was like, "What does she need to talk to me about?" So I don't want to put that on anybody. Of I waited till after I emailed him. I waited like a little bit, and then I sent you my text. You're the only person on the show, though. No. So.
4: Well, yeah, but you, we're not. We are best friends before yes. the show, anyway. So. Yeah. Our friendship continues on, and you guys are still going to see Hillary and. In- Lots of my posts, so because
9: yep, I'm I'm always around. She's not going
4: anywhere. She's we met before be, the show.
9: Yes, so people don't realize that we met before the show. That's so. what I said.
4: We are friends before the show. We we're friends after the show. This was just yeah. part of our fun little friend journey. Was yes. getting to work together, which was really cool.
9: Yeah, it was uh, fun. But I'm so proud of you, For, as a friend, as a coworker, Thank you. as everything. Thank you. It's gonna be crazy. This is like my my big announcement. I've never I haven't announced it yet. So I know. This oh is man. It. Okay. Well. I will let you
4: all listen to rejected segments. Hillary and I. I forgot right. we were going into a segment. <laughs> I know. It will. And it's funny because, like, rejected segments is number one, but this is also, like, number one personally. You know, it's just all weird. Yeah. But we're going to make it flow so y'all
5: can hear yes.
4: the rejected segments from the show this week. This is my rejected segment. I'm rejecting Hillary leaving me, but it's fine. I'm I've sorry. said it's, it's fine a lot today. It's, yeah. I think that's a sign that I'm not fine. I don't know. Really I know. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yes. <laughs> well, we have plenty of dinners and lots of life to live yes, together still. Sure. So I'm not worried about it. But congratulations. I'm so Thank happy you. for you. Y'all make sure you congratulate Hillary. Follow her so you can keep up with her. All the things. I'll, I'll share that with you after this segment right here.
3: Number one.
6: Okay, it's time for a little behind the scenes segment called... Rejected Segments. Oh. So these are segments that... I said, nah, we probably shouldn't do that on the air. Lunchbox suggested a business, ASMR readings by Lunchbox. People will pay him money to scratch tickets, and in return, they get his ASMR audio. So, what ASMR is, it's like sounds, but really loud. Like they they turn the, it's not loud in your ears, but it amplifies quiet things, and Mm -hmm. it's supposed to relax you. You can pay a one time fee for one recording. Or you can do a monthly fee. And he actually did some audio.
7: Oh, okay. Of this. Oh,
10: gosh. <laughs> okay, here you go. We're just going to scratch a lottery ticket. Just, oh. <laughs> just feel that. Oh,
7: my gosh. Feel that? He
6: could, <laughs>
7: yeah.
6: time. Time. Yeah. So he could make money. He's the good. The problem is he does it creepy. They don't make these like, do you like that? Do you feel that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just for the sound But because he's whispering, he makes it creepy. Yeah, they never say, that feels right. how does that feel? No, that's not what ASMR is.
7: Right, but he's on the right track.
6: Um, That's a rejected segment. Okay. Rejected segments. Eddie sent one in. Oh, boy. With the header, I feel like I'm cheating on my wife. Mm. And I read that and I was like, ooh, this is going to be juicy. Confession. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so this is mostly about true crime shows. Yeah.
8: I love true crime murder shows, and she doesn't. She can't stand the sight of them. So when she's not in the house or she's out running errands, I start watching these. And then when I feel her car pull up, I hear the noise, and I look out the window. She's here! And I start panicking, looking for the remote, and then I change the channel real quick. It and sounds feel- like
6: that's what people do with dirty movies. Their parents <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel
8: like I'm doing something wrong.
7: Is it because she'll be mad you didn't watch it with her or that you're embarrassed to be watching them?
8: No, I just know that she's going to be walking any minute with the kids and I'm going to be like, I can't have like a dead body in a river or something on TV. And should you have
6: been doing some housework or something? <laughs> Maybe I should have been working on the laundry as well. Rejected segments. Raymundo wanted to talk about how he's offered $40 at a party to do something. And he turned it down. Ray, what were people offering you money to do? Yeah, this one dude was all hammered, and he wanted
2: to know, since he thought I was so light and I was a lot smaller than him, if he could put me on his shoulders, and he said in return, he would pay me $40. So pick up the small guy. Yeah, and he wanted to take a picture and probably make fun of me on Insta or something like that, and I just, as a man, I was like, I just can't allow myself to do that, even if it is $40. Ray
6: is 5'6"? Yes. Yeah. And so Ray didn't want to be laughed at Mm. for being small. Would you guys have allowed it for $40? Yes. Me too? For me? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. But also, we're not 5'6", so right. it's not a it's not not source source.
7: I am. I'm 5'6". Yeah, but you're also... <laughs>
6: <laughs> Rejected segments. Lunchbox just wanted to talk about, let's all admit to things we're hiding from our significant other. And I thought, I'm going to reject that because all of us are going to get in trouble <laughs> yeah. if we do this segment. Thank you. And it sounds interesting... But it's not worth the one bit to come home and she's like, oh, you've been hiding this? What was he? Did he give an example?
7: Was he going to use himself?
6: Well, his example wasn't himself. His example was a widow is shocked to discover her husband's secret hobby after, and stash after death. And so... Uh, oh, I get that. Okay, crit- taxidermied so. critters. Mm. Oh. It wasn't that that was super interesting. He just wanted us to talk about secrets we're keeping. And I thought, you know what? For the... <laughs> For the health of the show, <laughs> let's not do that. In our lives at home, we probably won't do that. <laughs>
7: do you know they sell little taxidermy mice and they dress them up really cute in like Batman costumes what? and they're real? Yeah. And they put, yeah. they oh, sell I mean, they
6: sell. Like every- on
7: Etsy or something.
6: Everything. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's a real, it was a really? real
7: mouse and it's like dressed up to look all cute and you can order it.
6: Listen, I grew up in a house with a lot of animals on the wall
7: I know, I have a dead buck Or whatever
6: Yeah, Yeah, but do you want a mouse? No, no, no It probably came from a trap I know, I know And then finally, here's our final rejected segment Rejected segments Eddie wanted to come on the air and do a whole segment about, About how Morgan needs to pay him And pay him now because he's mad Love so, it yeah
8: i love that you're bringing this up go ahead she's asking me to do these videos i guess she's trying to get endorsements for certain products and she's doing these personalized videos and i know i've done it for bobby but it's not in my contract to help someone else make money and so i've done two for her and i've kind of hinted at the fact like hey we keep doing this you have to cut me in on some of this endorsement money and she just laughs, laughs. <laughs> whatever eddie and i'm, I'm dead serious
6: uh, it's just kind of part of the job here uh, But but it's not though
7: yeah. But you if Morgan's saying? making money The company's making money The show's making money Then no. Eddie's
6: making money Yes no. The,
7: no Yes
6: overall Yeah You get to keep your job Because the oh. show's making money How right.
7: come
10: you don't request money from Bobby Yeah see that's
8: what I'm saying Bobby does it sometimes And I'm like hey I'll let it slide Did What you're the videos man?
6: do you ever make for me rarely it's lumped in and other stuff you're the video guy yeah nah, i that's get it and it's job. endorsements of the show that's your job i get it guys. you do get paid for doing that it's from the company
7: i'm sure it's somewhere actually in your contracts uh,
8: just saying if the makeup company wants to cut me in a little bit on those videos i mean, okay. see
6: that's why we didn't do the segment because it's totally dumb <laughs> well i didn't get any i know you've said you've been killing it no they we've which, actually used yours Eddie. which is <laughs> why who knows you could win employee of the month next month Doubt it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it. Uh, but so <laughs> far, <laughs> you're the front runner. All right, that is Rejected Segments. Thank you, everybody. Rejected Segments.
7: Oh. Let's go.
3: It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan Number 2.
4: All right, Till. I I feel weird, and I'm, like, not ready to say this last bye because... This is weird. I don't like this. And you you are on the show. Show for a few more days after this mm-hmm. podcast air and people listen to it. Your last official day is next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not exactly a goodbye, but it is a goodbye that I this is the last time you'll get to be on Best Fits, and it yeah. feels weird to me. I know, like oh. I, I don't like the feeling. That I know, I'm getting I'm inside, it's like,
9: weird right now <laughs> when you like point these things out. I'm like, oh, I know,
4: but. We're, gonna, we're leaving it on a happy, positive note because this is all good things. Yes. Tell
9: the people where they can keep up with your life as you go through this new fun stage. I am still on Instagram, Hillary, two L's, Hillary.Borden. And then Insta- or Twitter is just Hillary Borden. You're still there. People can
4: still hang out with you on social media. You're still going to see her on all of mine, which is at WebgirlMorgan. And yeah. so she's not going anywhere. No. But make sure you reach out to get, give her a huge... A virtual hug and congratulations because it's very exciting and very
9: awesome. Yes, I'm very excited about it.
4: I love you so much. I love
9: you. If I keep doing this, always being supportive.
4: I mean, always. You always have my support of everything, and I'm I'm just very proud of you. Thank you, friend. I love you. I love you. I don't want to cry, so we're just gonna
9: leave. We're gonna wrap it up. Yep. Okay. Something to eat now. (laughs) Yeah, this is it. I love you. Love you. I
0: love you all. Goodbye.
5: Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show.